Remember, remember. assholes we are back with banana lasers unholy trinity of friday the 13th and we've definitely saved the best for last um uh, we're going through the three eras as we like to call them of friday the 13th and dave z's and mine are our favorites are both the first era which is parts one through four let's start off with the classic number one the original Friday the 13th. I just thought it'd be a good idea to go over a couple of the highlights of Friday the 13th. Yeah, now I know you'll remember this part. Whoa, you see this? Yeah, this is where Steve is worried about having enough paint. Bill, Steve wants to know if we need more paint. Paint's all right. I think we need some more thinner, though. Okay, I'll tell him. And then, then the police show up. Yeah. We ain't gonna stand for no weirdness out here. Ah, uh, now Ralph comes by to cheer everybody up. Messenger of God, you're doomed if you stay here. Oh, then remember this part when Alice is making the instant coffee? Oh, yeah, that's really exciting. Holy cats. Whoa. Now, Betsy Palmer shows up, and she explains the whole thing about what happened with Jason. You drowned. You never paid any attention. Look what you did to him! This movie is is so good, even today, it's almost ridiculous. There's so many other copycats and other movies that try to do this formula... But they just fail miserably. It seems so simplistic, but this fucking movie just nailed it. It got everything perfect. Well, not perfect, but it got everything almost perfect. And it just made for a super enjoyable film, <laughs> you know, start to finish. And and just so many things about this movie that I love, uh, especially 
you know, the, the kills and the characters and the atmosphere. It's mainly the atmosphere uh, that, that most other of the copycats don't get right. But, but I'm a huge fan of this movie. Uh, Dave Z, what do you think about the first Friday the 13th? Because some people are still hesitant to say they like this movie because of the whole uh, uh, Mrs. Voorhees being the killer. Uh, Jason really isn't in this movie. I mean, he is, but he isn't. Uh, the ser- to some people, the series doesn't kick off until part two. What do you think about this first one in the series? Oh, it's great. It doesn't matter who the killer is. They got everything right. Yeah. It's, there's so few really good slasher movies that have it all, that everything comes together. And it doesn't matter how it, that, that it's not Jason. It doesn't matter that it's Mrs. Voorhees in, in a, a bit of a way it's a cheat. But fuck it. It's actually kind of cool because when you see her come on the screen and she turns that way, it's fucking fantastic. I love showing that movie to somebody for the first time that has no idea it's not Jason. Mm-hmm. Oh, because they're, yeah. They're, right? They're completely thrown off. They see this lady come in, you know, and like, what, what the fuck is this? And then when, then when she flips, you're like, oh, holy fuck. I mean, this movie, I wish. Boy, do I wish I would have seen it the day it came out at the, at the movie. Or whatever, or, or not the day, but, you know, when it initially came out to the movies. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. This this is why it, I love it. This is why it, it's a classic in the genre, and it's as great as it is. And you have to appreciate it for that. Just imagine seeing this fucking shit for the first time. I mean, yeah. I think it would have been mind-blowing. I really do. It's there's not, you know, there's... For a slasher movie, this fucking, in my opinion, is now one negative thing you could say about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's, well, I mean, yeah, there's, I really don't harp on the negatives <clears throat> of this movie at all. Uh, I mean, there's, there's some funny stuff like, uh, clearly, anytime you see the killer until the end, it's Betsy Palmer. It's played by a man. I mean, there's, <laughs> it's definitely man hands, you know. Uh, oh yeah, what's his like, name? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like whenever Kevin Bacon's head gets grabbed, you know that's a that's a guy's hand. You know, uh, you know. I understand why <laughs> why they did it. I don't fault him for it at all. It doesn't make for a less uh, pleasurable uh, uh, viewing experience, but you know, it's just one of those things to throw us off. Now, speaking of Betsy Palmer, her fucking performance at the end. She only comes in the last fifteen minutes, but her performance. When she's having a, a one-on-one with Alice, is fucking ridiculous. She, I mean, I've never, I've never seen her in anything else. I'm sure she's done tons and tons of other movies, uh, most of them non-horror. I'm sure, but she, she was just great in in her, and um, how she performed at the end, telling the story of Jason and and how he. Uh, you know, just just all of that, the uh, uh, the reveal, the slow reveal in her dialogue right. of 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 you coming to understand of how she's the killer is just perfect. It was the perfect like little uh, bow on the end of this great movie, I think. <clears throat> yeah, and it's something that the other ones, God love them, because you know we're in the one through four now. There's I'm there's very very little. Negative, we could say, at least from where I'm sitting, there's very little negative I can say. I, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to feel the same way, but you know, we're getting to it. But <clears throat> that this is something that the rest of them lack. This is the only one mm-hmm. that has that, that that vibe to it of a, of a whodunit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, that that's part of its charm. It's 
it's great that way. People, you know, I can't see how you can't appreciate it. You can't say, oh, well, you know, it's not Jason, so I don't like it. You you got to cast that shit aside and just take it in because it, it fucking, it was pretty groundbreaking when it came out. It was just, you know, it turned the horror genre around. It was, mm-hmm. you, you can't dispute the impact it had and how this really kicked, you know, the, the, the subgenre of slashers in, into high gear. I mean, yes. you had Halloween before, and you had you know you had a couple, but when when Friday the Thirteenth dropped, everything changed because not only did it have the atmosphere and the music, which are fucking both incredible, you know, everything came together. Those are two of the things that had the gore. They had Tom Savini, and that's just fucking, you can't get any better than that. Mm-hmm. And and everybody else after that, which was trying to do what this movie did, and then gore got out of control for a while, and everybody was having gory scenes in this. You can credit that to this movie. Absolutely. This movie, uh, at least in America, really, uh, this is where, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, yeah, the special effects really took off. And you actually, not only is there suspense, you know, which is uh, what most of these movies were uh, before, uh, there, um, you know, it has the gore factor and the real horror in that. And so, yeah, absolutely. Most, and in fact, most of these slasher movies um, uh, did have this formula of you didn't know who the killer was, and you weren't introduced to the killer, you know, in the first ten minutes, and realized who it was throughout the movie. And and it's kind of, uh, you know, it's real similar to uh, you know the classic giallos in that uh, aspect, and. <laughs> And I just, I just love it. You know, some people think can watch this now and think it's uh, slow, slow paced, or, or you know, you know just not interesting because Jason isn't isn't in it. But uh, I think you're wrong. I think everything that you said uh, makes this movie amazing. The atmosphere and the music is so spot on that is, I mean, it's, it's just brilliant. Uh, like this, the opening scene. You know, it, it, it. it puts the setting perfectly you know you're at a camp you got two kids they go off you know they're they for some hanky panky and uh <laughs> and then and then someone that they know finds them and then all of a right. sudden you know th- then they're being chased and that's the scary part about it is they know who this person is you don't know who it is and they do that right off the bat and i think that's brilliant and then uh you know the boy gets killed. It freeze frames on the girl's face as she's getting killed. And then the fucking credits start. And that the, the fucking introduction is just great. Just yes, it is great. Right? Uh, that's just one thing. It wasn't not gory in the slightest and didn't even have to be that no. hard. Uh-uh. You know? It was just a great start to a movie. And then how 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 they how instead of fading to black, it fades to white. And then the way yeah. the credits come in and the Friday the 13th logo comes up and <laughs> smashes glass, which I always thought was funny because like their intent was to put like, it on TV. They weren't thinking about the uh, you know the uh, the movie screen, right? Exactly. Yeah. Which is kind of funny, you know. But, but then they didn't know what they were, how big it was going to be. You no, know, they had no they, idea. Yeah. No, they had no idea, and they got very lucky with 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 having uh, Harry Manfredini on there mm-hmm. because that soundtrack, it, people say that about Halloween 1 as well. Take take that movie and take the music out of it and it's still going to have the same impact. And, you know, it might have might have had some second-rate music or something, which could have still been a good slasher. Of course it's still going to be a good slasher for the uh, other elements. But 
the music's incredible, and that, that creates an atmosphere of its own. It made it seem like a real movie, you know, whereas uh, it, if it had a different kind of score, um, it would have lessened the movie, you know, just like you said. And so, yeah, it really elevated the movie. And, and it's, it's amazing to me that these guys were able to produce something uh, this good because they were really just ripping off another movie. I mean, these guys were ripping off Halloween. They took a name, you know, an idea, Friday 13th. Right. Yeah, let's make a movie out about that. Let's just, you know, have a guy with a knife killing people. Uh, let's have a setting, you know. Okay, go. You know, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And, and they, they did it so on the fly to just to kind of make money. But I, I don't know. Just that the fucking the gods shine light on their movie production as they are ma- making it because they, they struck gold. Yeah. And, and with the adding gore to the mix, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I mean, it had a great atmosphere as well as Halloween did. They each are great for their atmosphere and they both have, you know, I think they do it more in, in Friday with the, with there's more POV shots. There's a lot of it because we don't see the killer until right. the end. So everything you see is POV from the killer, mm-hmm. you know, which is great in the atmosphere and the tension of the movie, but take everything there and add gore to it, and not just gore. Add the fucking the best, in my opinion, the best guy that that's ever done gore in, in horror movies. You put Tom Savini in there, he he was the star of the show. I mean, in a manner of speaking, because he was coming off Dawn of the Dead, he made a big name for himself already at this point. Yeah, he was the first you rock know? star uh, right? special effects guy. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, before that, you you didn't know who these guys were. But then after that, it's like, you know, Rick Baker and, and Stan Winston and all these guys, you know, y- you realize how much weight that these guys had into making the movie, which, you know, back in the early 80s and stuff was huge, huge, yeah. which is why so many of us uh, guys, um, you know, of our age, you know, just clamoring for this kind of uh, effects work. And stuff like that, because you just can't, you can't replicate this stuff, you know, on a on a computer, you know. Uh, even though it it still may look fake, it's just something about it being there on the set, being being filmed in the same light as everything. I think it's all about lighting, you know. When you do something on the computer, it doesn't match the lighting or anything, yeah. any of that stuff, you know. And so that's why a lot of these special effects work. So like, um, yeah, I mean, you know, when I, I watched, I watched, um, the first three Friday movies on the USA network <laughs> on a, uh, <laughs> on a show called commander USA's midnight movies or something like that. Wow. And, yeah. It was, it was one of those host <laughs> shows kind of like Elvira or something. Right. Sure. And, oh, yeah. and, uh, this guy, he was called commander USA <laughs> And he, he was in his like um, uh, his hideout, and he had on a cape, and yeah, a, and a fucking suit, kind of... and and he he always had like a cigar, and he had like a uh uh the fucking uh the eye mask only, and he's called Commander USA. Really hokey, really kind of stupid and funny, but I I I wish I had copies of the the those tapes that I made off oh, of USA that's... because. Uh, for those to be my introduction to Friday 13th just on like one weekend was fucking 
just mind-blowing to me to see them all in, in one sitting at one time to have this fucking lunatic commander usa come come before the commercial breaks and like just react be like whoa you know, <laughs> you know things are heating up now what's gonna happen right. next you know shit like that just all that just rolled into one ball it was so entertaining i, I just it, i just loved it <clears throat> that's great man that's a great memory to have yeah. that's yeah, shit. Now, Commander USA, did, was he kind of dressed like Evil Knievel in a way? Did he have like yeah, white sneeze like, yeah. with stars on him? Yeah, it was like an America-themed okay. superhero guy who just introduced movies, yeah. I do remember him. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I didn't see a lot of his shit. I, I remember watching Up All Night with Rhonda Shear, yeah. and later on they had Gilbert Godfrey, and uh, you know, and then Avira in the Afternoons, and then they had the uh, Joel Bob Griggs uh, came later. Griggs, whatever the yeah. fuck his name yeah. is in that. So, but I I vaguely remember Captain whatever the what, Commander USA. Commander USA I Captain think, USA I, I mean, think that's his name it could be Captain I don't know I think it's Commander though I, I think <clears> it is and, and I do remember he said something about the cigar and you know it it triggered something so it's so it's kind of coming back to me so I do remember seeing this guy mm-hmm. but so you saw all three in that order one two three and that's how you discovered them yeah and they were uncut wow on oh what? USA yeah. Uh, what the fuck? They they showed all the kills and and everything. They were all uncut. It was I couldn't believe it. Holy! Maybe it was when USA first came out and they were like a legitimate cable thing. I don't know. I'm just I'm really surprised at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, I I I remember seeing all the kills and everything. Even you know Kevin Bacon getting the uh, the the spear or you know the arrow or whatever that was through his neck and everything. They they showed it all. No shit. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. That's great. And those fucking effects, those effects were great. And none of them really, any, for me, anything Savini does, it all looks great. It all looks real. And it's like he says, it's, it's magic tricks. We're trying to achieve magic when we're doing this in, 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 you know, in a way of speaking. Now, you talk about computer, there's just, it doesn't look right. It's, for some reason, it's not enough. And you can't appreciate it. I mean, there, there's some guy behind a fucking putting keys in a freaking computer that, oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's no one's ever going to say, oh, this is the best CGI fucking gore guy of all time. You don't hear that, mm-hmm. you know, but everybody appreciates Savini and then and the things that followed. And because of this movie, once again, to its credit, in launching everything, we got to know everybody else, like Rick Baker, etc., because the horror genre got so big with this movie coming out that all of a sudden, Things are magazines are all over the place. I mean, Fangoria was out before this, but it didn't really hit the heights that it hit until this shit started happening. And then you got Fangoria magazine and, and a couple others, and now there's a buzz. Everyone's talking about horror, and that, that's how you learn their names. There's articles they're talking about, you know, Savini, the Maestro of Effects, and this and this director, and this. All of a sudden, you know, there's no internet back then. It's just magazine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how we all learned, yeah. and that's. Which is great. It's nostalgic, but you know, I'm glad I got to experience it for for what it was because it was so exciting. Just to go to the store, I, I would go to the mall once a month, or I, I would go to the mall more than that in my youth. But I would go up in the Fangoria was only sold in this one store, uh, Walden Books in, in the mall. And oh yeah, I remember that one, store. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great for that. Anytime a new one came out. There it was. I couldn't wait. We would go to the mall, and that was part of the excursion. We would do this, this, and this, you know. And one of the things, every time you're there, oh, let's check and see if the new fan goes out, mm-hmm. you know. But it was a really exciting time, and I credit this movie for having, you know, 
one of the major reasons that, that horror took it jumped the leaps and bounds that, that it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's it, nothing, nothing negative, you know. No, I mean, like I said, the only negative things would, are really to me are like, are just nitpicking, you know, and um, and, and and I don't really see too many uh, faults in, in this movie whatsoever that uh, I really find, and <laughs> you know, and, and and I love it. I mean. Yeah. Uh, do I? Uh, to to me, it, it's funny because uh, this movie started the series, uh, but clearly it couldn't continue with <laughs> with Mrs. Voorhees as the killer, and so uh, it was a great jumping off point. But I'm glad that they made this movie the way they did with the ending that they did. Oh yeah, and and I think that entire ending with Jason coming out of the water was that was that written or was that completely thought up by Savini? That entire bit of you know we need a jump scare at the end. He's like, well, how about we just have Jason come out? Was that his idea? Um, See, this is a weird thing because I'm pretty sure I read in the Crystal Lake Memories book that it was one of the producers or it was somebody else. Okay. And they went but but here's the funny thing. I also saw on uh, I think and his name was Jason documentary. I heard Savini telling the same story. So I don't know, but I do know this. Somebody went to the the theater and they wa- and they saw Carrie. And Carrie had the similar ah, situation yeah. at the end with I the hand coming part. out of the grave. Yeah, I okay? haven't seen it, but I know that part. Yep. Oh fuck! Well, it's great, and it's it's and this ripped it off. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. But well, yeah, it makes sense because it was. It makes sense because it was a dream sequence. Then the girl wakes up in bed. It's just like what happens here. Well, not on on Carrie. Does that is that what happens? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta see Carrie. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I do. So yeah, so that happens, and the guy saw that, and he saw the effect it had on the people around him and in the theater, and he said, "Listen, uh, you know, I just saw this fucking movie. It was amazing, and what happened here was great." We have to do something like that. We, we want to be able to do something like that to either top it or, you know, I saw this and I want to do something like that. So I, I remember reading it was somebody else, but then I heard Savini tell the story, I think, uh, on the documentary, and he said it was him. So I'm not 100% sure. Um, I don't know if a few people are taking credit or maybe a few of them got together and watched the movie. Possibly. Maybe more than one went to the theater together as they were filming. Hmm. So it could have been uh, a number of things. Maybe we'll find out in the documentary. Oh, uh, fuck. And then the I new can't one. wait. Oh, um. fucking A. In that movie, in that documentary, is it's fucking... We're so psyched about this shit. Yeah. And, you know, I, I tell you, the way I feel right now, after going through the, the thing we just did with 9 and 8, and, 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 and you know, the other movies that we covered, mm-hmm. some, some good, some not so good, right now we're in the thick of things. And, you know, this is kind of a disclaimer, because I felt, I felt a little fucking bad that I was so negative on a couple of the movies. And, right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Six through eight. <laughs> yeah. We we didn't really uh, uh, rate too highly. <laughs> no. And we were being honest about yeah. uh, about how we felt. But the reason I was like, "Fuck this movie. Fuck this. Fuck that." And I I feel bad about it now because I love the series so much anyway. Mm-hmm. So in a way, I feel bad about it. But the thing is, there's no other way to say it except that because we love these first four so much. Um. What the series became, it's you know, it's uh, it's it, it pisses you off because you care for that so much. And you, then you see it go a different direction, and it's you know, it's disheartening. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. what the fuck? How do you go from that to this? So, 
Granted, someone says, hey, you're going to sit down and watch a series, a horror series. It's Friday the 13th. And every movie that, you know, we've discussed, even the ones that we bashed, I'm going to watch them again, except oh, I probably never watch. Yeah, I'm not going to watch Jason Goes to Hell. I, I will say that. You can, I can wipe my hands clean of that forever, and that's fine. <laughs> I'll maybe I'll get again. drunk. Uh, maybe I'll get drunk or high with somebody and yeah. laugh at it, maybe. Yeah, that's Something like do. that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I can't really go on record and say I'll never watch that again because I'd probably be a liar. But, you know, we fucking love this shit. I know you love it. I know I love it. I'm fucking, this movie, this series is so fucking, you know, near and dear. It's just, and don't get me started on the fucking number 13. It's all because of this damn series. I mean, I'm fucking out of control with the number 13. Everything I do is fucking 13. You know? <laughs> Seriously, you're, every you're still fu- 13 years old at heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, I'm not sick about it. I don't take 13 steps to my car or fucking. Oh, you brother. Know. Yeah. No, it's nothing like that. But I'll tell you what, the volume on my car is always on 13. It's not on 12 or it's 14. I put this on 13. Anytime someone says pick a number, it's 13. I was fucking, I was married on a Friday the 13th. Really? Okay? <laughs> Holy yes. shit. Yeah, That's Friday, crazy. January 13th. Yeah. Oh, cool. Huh. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, I'm fucking, I'm a little fanatical about it, a little bit obsessive about it. You know, not to the point that I'm sick, but it is my number. Fucking, it's weird because when I'm at work and I'm at the roulette table, and it's funny because there's a couple of people that have seen it happen. When I walk by a roulette table, a lot of times the fucking number 13 comes up. Huh, that's why. You know? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 is, it is pretty fucked up. So, you know, I've been about number 13 forever. And here's the fucked up thing again. My birthday's the second, but my father's birthday... And my brother's birthday out of thirteens. Oh, really? <laughs> you yeah. missed the mark on that one. Shit. I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Somehow I got stuck with two. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're number two, Dave Z. You're always number two. Yes, number two in our hearts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I went off on that. But you know, I, I did feel a little bit bad about trashing it because, yeah. you know, I love fucking Jason and I love the series. Absolutely. And, uh, even if I talk some shit. It's just blowing off steam because of how much how how the, the regard that part one through four are held with me, and you know, then mm-hmm. when it came later, it's just uh, frustrating. I guess is the word. Yeah. But I'll still take them over any, any other series. There's no a- question. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, even part six, seven, you know, those sequels are still. I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, <laughs> look at the Halloween sequels. The, the majority of those oh, are garbage, dude. <laughs> and nightmare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, you know, even even the worst uh, Friday sequel is better than than some of those. You know what I mean? So, uh, I agree. So yeah, you know, we just we just uh, uh, you know might talk down upon them, but that's just because we love. Yeah, like you said, we love the entire series so much and and everything that it represents and all that stuff. So yeah, I, I felt a little bit guilty about about. <clears throat> Being so negative on those two, because I really was. You were too, but I think I was a little bit like, I think I said, fuck this movie two times <laughs> yeah, too many. Yeah, you did. You know? <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I didn't want to come off that way, but I, I, it was, I guess I'm just passionate about the, the whole series. Yeah. So now I'm gushing about it. Now it's a fucking love fest. I'm fucking, you know, now it's, I'm going to say great things. The only negative about this movie, and it's a small one, and it's not nobody's fault. It's not anybody's fault. It, it, the lighting in, in a lot of the scenes is 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 pretty rough towards the end of the movie. You can't see some of the shit going on. Mm-hmm. However, with the Blu-ray, you can. The Blu-ray is fucking beautiful. Okay, I haven't seen that. Uh, what? Oh, you haven't seen the Blu-ray for this movie? No. Mm-mm. It is fucking possibly 
the best Blu-ray in my, my collection. How good everything looks. It is crystal clear. The lake, crystal lake is crystal clear. <laughs> Fucking, it's beautiful. The wood setting, everything, the lighting, everything is... I'm telling you, it's like seeing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. The blood is fucking excellent looking. It is the best blood I've seen, the way it was colored and, and the way it looks. Hmm. Just, yeah, I, I, completely. I think the uh, it's a tremendous Blu-ray. Yeah, and it's fucking in the bargain bin. Right. <laughs> $7.88 at Walmart. You can have this fucker right now. Well worth the money. I paid 20 bucks for it. You know? Shit. Well, maybe I will get that new box that's out or coming out or whatever. That, yeah, that's one reason to get it. Sure, yeah. for sure. But um, yeah, let's let's go back to the ending of this movie. Uh, now, I, I'm kind of polarized on the ending because the jump scare with Jason coming out and Alice oh. and, and the canoe is fucking brilliant. Just yes, brilliant. Uh, I mean, the the music is right on point. Fucking uh, uh, the look of Jason is just ridiculously awesome. But it's kind of a super high point, and then she, you know, wakes up in the bed, and I still think that that scene is cool. You know, it has a little explanation. It's it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of cool. She's talking to the sheriff or the cop or whatever. And but, have you ever watched this movie and then turned it off right after Jason comes out of the water and just said that's the ending? Have you ever done that? No, I've never done that, but when you were just talking about it, before you even got to that, and I had a feeling that this is what you were getting to, yeah. that, that that's kind of a, a little bit of a downer at the end. Yeah, because the Jason part sort of is end. so high, Yes, and then, and then they go and they do you know three more minutes of just her sitting in the bed, and it's like, well, yeah, I don't know. You know it's kind of – it hit the high point when he came out of the water. And I, see, I, I don't know. I, I, I take it both ways because, yeah, I take it both ways, guys. Hey, now. But, uh, what, am I, what am I doing? <laughs> I, I love it when he comes out of the water. Uh, you know, it's oh. it's so exciting. But I also love her trying to convince somebody that she was attacked. You know, it felt so real to her and, and all that stuff. I, I, I do like that. But it's just it's just a come down after True. after what happens. So. You know what I like? At the very, very end, after she says that, he's still there. And then yeah. the fucking mellow part, and they just yes. show the fucking they just water. Show and the water, it, yes. It's, it's very creepy. good, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's kind of like the uh, the breathing at the end of Halloween, sort of. I mean, yeah. in, in, in its own way, yeah. I feel you on that. Yes, it's showing. Yeah, and I, I, I think that's very effective. Mm-hmm. So because of that and because of the thing after – you know they are cool, but I will meet you halfway on that. If they did end the movie just like that, nah, 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 and he's fucking pulling her under, and, and the, the canoe flips and fucking underwater, it goes, mm-hmm. and then the screen would have just went to black, and then dun, 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 and the credits would have started rolling. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, that probably would have been a better ending. Yeah. Oh god, dude. It. I've done that a couple times where I've watched cool. it and just turned it off right then. It's like, <laughs> that's it, you know, end on the highest of notes. And, um, yeah, it's just great. I mean, the set, the, the intro to part two probably would have been a little different, but, um, you know, we'll get into that in True. a second. So, uh, um, you know, one thing probably would have led to the other in that situation though, where I bet people were just spouting off different ideas when they said, okay, we're going to do the jump scare at the end mm-hmm. uh, to show, show this Jason. Then someone else probably piped up, well, 
maybe we're thinking sequel then. What if something should happen? Um, maybe we should leave it open in case this is, you know, in, in some ways it's become successful against all odds. We say, oh, then he's still there. Maybe someone else piped in there. and You know, there might have been a discussion between the producers and, and the director and, and what have you. And they just kept saying, okay, well, if we're going to do this, we may as well go, you know, go all in and then do this thing at the end. And then it's it's even – and I guess at the time, it would have been great to be in, a, in on that conversation. It would have been exciting. Yeah, yeah, everyone's saying, let's do this, let's do this. And, you know, okay, yeah, that's going to be great. All right, great idea. Let's, let's, let's film it. You know, so I could see getting caught up in the momentum – of the original jump scare and then doing what they did at the end. And it did, it did still end great, you know? And yeah. like I said, when they go on the lake and that, that little subtle music they play and they just show it and, you know, those guys were probably thrilled and they probably couldn't wait to show that to people. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> now, uh, do you think that, uh, that end scare was Alice's dream or do you think that that happened and she got away, and and that's the actual Jason uh, that's in the sequels. Well, see, I want to say it did happen because uh-huh. she didn't know that he was fucked up looking, that he was deformed. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, she, right. she wouldn't have been able to piece that together because she didn't know who he was until uh, Betsy Palmer told her at the very end. Yeah. I mean, she knew a little bit. Not enough comes out. She almost kind of says it, you think, and then she then she she stops herself. She mm-hmm. she she was like Jason was, and then she stopped. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't a very good swimmer. It was like she was going to allude to more. That that's because she's a good actress, and the delivery, you know, of the lines was great, and the way she was speaking of her son. But looking back on it now, you know, like oh wow, it's almost like she was going to say he had whatever. He had these issues physically, mentally, whatever. He should have been watched every minute, the whole nine. You know, you know. So it kind of alludes to that he's not normal, but there's no way she's gonna know how fucked up he looked. That mm-hmm. he was, you know, that he was a mongoloid and everything else. And you know, maybe just like you know, she was beheaded, obviously, and he's still at the bottom of the lake. And fucking now it becomes a little bit, uh, you know, almost like zombie Jason in a way. Well, that's kind of that's kind of what I want to get into because yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't think they were thinking sequel. You know, but when it made so much money, okay, we got to make a sequel. How do we do it? Well, we take Jason, we make him the killer. Okay, let's go. Uh, But yeah, so if that really did happen, um, if that really was Jason at the end, what the fuck has he been doing? Did he really die? Is he supernatural this whole time, like a Victor Crowley kind of thing, just looking for his mother, you know, every day, every night, you know, that kind of scenario? Yeah. uh, or, yeah, is, or or did he yeah or did he uh, uh, live and is just a, a little boy living in the woods you know how I mean how would that have worked I I don't know there's no answer because yeah. chronologically it's impossible because mm-hmm. when part two starts it's right after the events of part one and he's a he's a grown man yeah mm-hmm. so or, he doesn't or, go or from at being or at least fuck. older or you know at least years older uh, so yeah absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't you know, make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It was just they did it, and they probably you know weren't thinking sequel, but maybe. But then they they probably didn't put any thought. They were probably just so excited at the idea of the jump scare at the end and everything else. They said, "Let's put it out there. It's going to make this movie even better." You know, so they did it. Then when they had all that success, okay, well now we got to make a sequel. There's no other route you could go except Jason. It's it's got to be Jason, obviously. 
and you know they're just like well people want to see more of this shit we're gonna put more of this shit out and you know you're not gonna have a nine-year-old boy walk around killing people wouldn't have been as effective i mean they could have yeah, yeah bloody you know? birthday right <laughs> oh god right so isn't it amazing that uh it, if you were to do that in this day and age just just retcon something just change the continuity that drastically from the next year people would fucking lose their mind and and there's it would the people would not be open to it whatsoever i think you know with the internet and stuff like that and even home video like people may not have even seen you know the first one or forgotten what happened or you know have a muddled memory and stuff like that and and people are just more forgiving i know i was you know i just thought of it I, i didn't put that much thought into it i just thought no that was Jason at the beginning, or at the end of the first one, and and here he is now. Here's his continued adventures of Jason Voorhees at Camp Crystal Lake. You know all that right, shit. Right, right, right. Didn't exactly. put that much thought into it, but nowadays, fuck you. The internet would fucking explode, and there would be a fucking bloody uproar. <clears throat> yeah, and that that's too bad that it's come to yeah, that. Yeah. Because they're slasher movies now. In this movie and in part two, just about everything was done right. There's really nothing from where I sit you could say. Negatively about that, except that small thing between one and two and, and the question of how is it possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that's fine. But that's one little thing. That Everything else about these movies is fucking top-notch. It's, it's, you're not going to get a more entertaining slasher than, than the movies we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. It, it, and I'm sorry. So you have to overlook that because look at the shit we have nowadays. Yeah, they wouldn't do that. But in the meantime, we're watching movies that are nowhere near half as good as, as these movies. Just, yeah, I mean, movies you know? will not put in a strip Monopoly, Monopoly game <laughs> because no one plays Monopoly anymore. It's too long, drawn out, and boring. You know? Yeah, well, they'll be doing fucking Candy Crush freaking strip or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Some ridiculous thing, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. So yeah, let's uh, let's give out some awards here. Yeah, we got uh, some. Sure. <laughs> a banana that you'd most like to peel. Uh, shit. I would go with I can't remember anybody's name. Uh, well, I'll tell you mine. Maybe it'll jar yours. I say yeah. Marcy. And Marcy by far. That is the gal with the uh, the long hair that gets uh, uh, the bow and arrow kill. That one. No, no, no. Oh, Marcy is the girl with Kevin Bacon. She's the one that had the dream ah, about ah. The, the the rain turns to blood and all that. I think she's a very attractive girl. Very mm-hmm. pretty. And she's honestly the only one in that movie. No, I wouldn't say that the other girls were. Uh, no, nobody's ugly, but the, you know they were they were cute, I guess. But to me, Marcy was very pretty. I, I, since the first time I saw the movie, I was attracted to her. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alice is definitely uh, too, oh. too too mousy, you know, mm-hmm. kind of in this movie. What is that girl's name? I'm trying to look up the cast right now. Uh, the, the gal the, that that gets uh, it's really a great scene and it's also my favorite death too it's when she uh, you, it's an off screen death which is weird uh, because oh I, I just uh, I, okay I love the build up of it so much and yeah she's wandering through the rain and uh, and it's just a, a build up scene and she, uh, she Brenda she, she's at the archery 
uh, uh, part of the camp. Yes. You know exactly. what I mean? And then all of a yeah, sudden the and, lights and the come arrow. on and stuff like that. I just love that. The I guess it's the atmosphere and stuff. You don't even see her die, you know, right. which I guess can't really count, I guess. So I can't count well, not that. For that. Her name is Brenda, though, if that's what Brenda, you want to okay. know. Brenda, okay. Yeah, she's definitely the gal that I would uh, uh, I would peel. Um, yeah, so I can't count that as a kill. That, that would just be stupid. I'd have to go with... Um, oh, uh, for Banana Split you're talking about? No, if you're talking Banana Split, yeah, we're, we're going elsewhere. For Banana Split, I'm going to go with, with Annie. Nice! Yeah. Me too. I like, I like the throat slash of Annie. Uh, it, you know, it's right at the beginning. I, I like her, how how bubbly she is, mm-hmm. and then when she realizes that there's danger, you know, I just love that whole scene with her, because she's just so happy and bubbly and just loves everything. And, right, uh, right. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, she's got to jump out of uh, uh, the car and all that, and the whole chase, but then, yeah, her throat gets slashed, and it looks really awesome. Yes, and, it looks uh, very real. Mm-hmm, it really yeah, does. Very real, yeah. And I'm surprised you went with it. A lot of people overlooked that. I thought you might have gone with the Marcy with the axe to the head or the kill with Kevin Bacon. Everyone seems to love that one with the, the arrow through the throat. And they're all great. And, and you know, it's Savini, and it's fucking top-notch. And, it, mm-hmm. you know, I could go on and on. But I've always loved that Annie kill. It, it's done. It really looks, to me, it, it looks very real. Something about you know, a throat great. slash, you know, yeah. just uh, an axe to the head. It looks great and stuff, but to me... I don't get a sense that that will happen to me, but whenever I see the throat slash, I, you know, it just I I can feel that you know against my throat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what that's what makes it for me. Like the axe to the head, I can't really get a sense of what an axe, you know, because I just can't see that happening. Uh, uh, the the throat slash, sure. yeah, even though it's never going to happen, you know, somehow I just get a, more of a sense of that happening to me. So that that's why I like it. Yeah, I just think it looks great. And in 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 the axe to the head, you see the aftermath. You see the swing of it, and then you see the aftermath—not the aftermath, but you don't see the actual once yeah, again it's, penetration. It's, it's edited well, kind of weird, and her reaction after she gets hit is kind of <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like she's crying. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> it is a little funny. It, it, it's a good death. I'm not going to knock any death in this movie. I, I like the way they all looked, even if it was discovered after, because that was badass with the fucking, the arrows and, and, you know, all the shit that was discovered in the final chasing, which is fucking tremendous, which something we didn't, neglected to say how great that is. Mm-hmm. And that really, you know, Halloween was a good chasing too, but it was mostly because of, of Michael and, and the way he moved and, and the way it was done. But this, everything fell into play. It was just a great dramatic chase scene uh, miss, you know mrs Voorhees' turn and everything and everything that happened there's not a boring moment in it i don't think uh, i think it's it, it's very dramatic it's very suspenseful the music is fucking fits perfectly like everything else in this movie with the music and mm-hmm. the chase scene oh boy it's great and then her beheading at the end there's so many good kills in this movie but you know i'm surprised we both agree but yeah it's great that's fucking that, that any <laughs> you know and it's in the middle of the day which is crazy. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah, see yeah, a lot you of don't see a lot of that. Yeah, but people mm-hmm. get whacked in the daytime. You know, so yeah, yeah that, you know, it can't be as good as that paintball scene from Six. <gasps> <laughs> no comment. I'm all positive. <laughs> all right, so uh, yeah, let's rate this thing. I, man, I, I mean, if we're just going one out of five, I'm gonna give this a five. Definite classic. I love this movie. There's, there's just no doubt about it. Five. 
Yep, same here. Not even Bat and Eyelash. It's definitely a five. It's yep. in my top five horror movies of all time. And um, this is the first five we've ever given on this show. And we yep. both did it, and that for good reason. It deserves it. Well deserved. Very good yeah. movie. Uh, hats off to Sean Cunningham, even though he probably never made anything watchable ever again. <laughs> Has he? I don't know. I don't. I don't think that guy. Yeah, I don't think he made anything I'd ever want to watch again. Watchable, huh? He did something not too long ago. Uh, what the hell was it? Not, he, his name was on it, and I don't think it was bad. Hmm. What the fuck was it? Well, I I'm not gonna start that he did freaking. You know, we know that he was responsible for. Part nine. The movie that sh- that shall not be named, <laughs> yeah. you know, because <laughs> I'm just trying to stay positive. So he's he's responsible for that, and uh, you know what are you going to say there? Right. But I think he did do something else. But uh, whatever. Um, yeah, who knows? Last House on the Left wasn't he involved with it? He uh, produced. Yeah, he. Yeah, I mean, he produced a new one. Oh, yeah, okay. the remake, I should say. Uh, he, did, he 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 did something with the original too. I mean, as Wes Craven uh, directed it, maybe he wrote it or co-wrote it or produced it. Who knows? But yeah. maybe House did he direct House? No, you know what he did. Steve Miner directed House. He produced. He did a lot of very good producing, but mm-hmm. directing just isn't his his thing because he right. he did both Last House on the Left, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So he's worked alongside some greats, but uh, his only great as a director is this. It's but boy, this, yeah. What a great day of. Yeah, shit. true. Um, you know? Yeah, so uh, let's keep them moving uh, straight on to the other side, and that is it's... Friday the 13th, part two. Yeah, we think it's over. But is it? Ah, because we got part two. Yeah. Whoa, hey, you remember this part? Yeah, it's like, now Paul is the new head counselor, see, and he's explaining all the rules to the new counselors. Being a counselor isn't the gravy summer job everybody thinks it is. No punishment. Then we find out what happens if you don't pay attention to the camping rules. No seconds on dessert for Jeff and Sandra tonight. Oh, yeah, and then Ginny shows up, of course, and she does a little philosophizing about murder. Some kind of out-of-control psychopath? A frightened retard? A child trapped in a man's body? <laughs> when full moons rule the evening sky, Camp Crystal Lake begins to die. With young and able counselors slain, there's just one boy that will remain. His name is Jason, and these are his days. It's Friday the 13th on USA. Just pray that Jason's not after you as we begin Friday the 13th, part two. Holy shit. Uh, I don't want to show my hand, but I will. <laughs> this movie is flat out aces, and yeah. it this movie is is easily my favorite of the entire franchise, hands down. I love I love Jason in it. I love the look of Jason in it. Um, I love the opening scene. The campfire story is yeah. is fucking just forget about it, dude. They yeah. they set the scene so well, it's fucking perfect. I love I love the actors in this one. Uh, whereas in the first Friday, I you know I, I I could take or leave some of the actors and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, I love the actors in this. The kills, um, they, they fucking stepped up the kills, man. There is some fucking great ones in this. And, yeah, and 
the only down thing I have to say about this movie is maybe not. Maybe we'll get into other things, but the one thing right off the bat is the introduction. It goes on just a little too long on rewatches, I think. Uh, but it still works. It's still a great suspense scene. It doesn't really make sense why Jason would, <laughs> you know, how did he find Alice? Um, how did he get there, you know, with a bag over his head or whatever? Uh, <laughs> how did he get there with his mom's head? You know, to put in the, you know, he's like, I'm going to fuck with this lady. She killed my mom. I'm going to hide my mom's head in her fridge to scare her. You know, <laughs> I mean, logistically, it doesn't make sense, but it works as far as a film goes. You know what I mean? So, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts about Friday 2? Uh, I'm right there with you. Again, it's, uh, it is my favorite of the series. Well, I kind of say it's tied with part one. That's the way I kind of rank them together. I kind of go back and forth, mostly because part one with the jump scare at the end and the twist of Mrs. Voorhees, um, uh, I just, that's the one thing that sets it apart from the others. But overall, a movie beginning to end, this is the one. So when all is said and done, I kind of have them even, that I love them equally. But, you know, I, I do love the movie, and there's, there's really nothing bad you could say. Jason's look is fucking badass and scary. It's really, for me, the only time he's really, well, I'll get to the next movie next, but there's something that happens there too. But mm-hmm. in this movie, it, it's genuinely scary to me that he has the sack on his head, and his presence is scary. He's not that hulking mass of a man. That, no, he's not. He's know? kind of a, you know, and that that's why when we were talking about the last movie where you said he was a full-grown man, it's like, well, to me, he didn't come off that way because he came off kind of scared and sheepish. You know what I mean? True. And yeah. Uh, like when you finally see like wide shots of him and stuff like that and, uh, you know, he's he's not uh, – the, the reason he's fright-inducing is because of his look. You know, other than that – you know, his body language doesn't really portray, like, you know, frightening uh, that much. And, in fact, I think there's one point where uh, one of the gals pulls a chainsaw on him or something like that, and he's like, I'm fucking out of here. He starts, oh, right. He yeah. starts running, dude. He's like, I'm, no. You know, whereas in future movies, he would be the opposite. That would just make, you know, he would just... You know, it'd be like swatting a fly or whatever. You got a chainsaw, well, I got, <laughs> you know, invincibility or whatever, so... Right. Um, yeah. And I mean, he, he does look small in the other part, too. More so than ever. There's one part towards the end when Ginny is in the car and he's coming into the top on the pitchfork uh-huh. of the car top. And then she opens the car door on him and he falls down. He looks almost like a little kid because he falls down. Mm-hmm. And it's the way it's filmed that he kind of like rolls up, almost looks like a fucking Oompa Loompa for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. funny. Yeah, you I know? think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, he looks small. And you know, when I said full grown man, I guess I was just going with the fact that the way they talk about him in the movie, because he, you know, he drowns in 57. It's now 1981. So he's 25. What, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's at that age where you, you have to say just, you know, he's a full grown man. That's the age he is. Is it you 1981? Know? Because, uh, doesn't this Part movie, two? does it open with like a five years later kind of thing? I can't, I think, doesn't, I think so. Five, I don't think it says five years later. I believe some time has passed, but I believe it's oh, less okay. than a year. Because uh, you can kind of see when she's talking to her parents on the phone that she's trying to piece her life together and she's moved out and by what she says on the phone conversation. Now, I could be wrong. I always took 
I always took it that it was a. Uh, I don't know, three to six months later or something. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I gotta re. I gotta sit down and watch that. Maybe tonight. Um, hmm. So, or maybe it is five years. I, that's what I thought. I thought you it. Know op- what? I thought it opened with like a five years later kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think you're right. Now that I, now that I thought a little, uh, you know, I think it is five fucking years. So that would be. So it's kind of set in like 1985. So in that, then in that case, he'd be even older. He'd be fucking cl- closing in on 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he would be a yeah, man. The, the timeline but, of these first few movie, movies is yeah. kind of weird because, you know, this one jumps ahead and then two, three, and four are are like within a two-day span, really. So, Right. Yeah, they're all right next to each other. <clears throat> but it, I'll tell you, I'm just going to say it's the scariest one. And he's scary to me. The things he does, the things yeah. that he does, are scary. There's some mm-hmm. shots in this movie that that aren't replicated in any other one. Uh, that that are genuinely scary to me. Like scary to the point that like I compare them to some of the shit that goes on with Michael and, and Halloween One. There's a couple really, you know, scene, uh, really genuine scenes that to me are like, holy fuck, that's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that about a lot of shit in the series, but I definitely say it about this. And he's smart and and. The kills are creative in this movie. They're, they're not nor they're not anywhere near as gory. Unfortunately, they, they got cut. I don't know why, but they did. And uh, but they're 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 creative kills. But he, Jason himself, is very creative. Just mm-hmm. what you were saying in the beginning about the head in, in the thing and the phone call. How could he have her number? You know, right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> scratch your head about. But he was calculated, and he did shit later on in the movie too. He was. You know, he was thinking. He didn't do that any in any other movie except this. I, I I dare to say. Yeah, he got all the other kids to go to a bar so that some of these kids would be left alone. <laughs> you know, that's something I never understood about this movie. Is like, or, or that's something I took away from it. I guess watching it as a young age, it's like, well, okay, so I want to live, so I'll go to a bar. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is? That they didn't have it in the budget. I guess he could have killed twenty five people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they could have started it sooner. But this movie, you know, they want to focus on only so many characters anyway. Oh, sure. Supposedly yeah. you're going to care for them. And in this movie, uh, you probably have that more than ever, arguably. This or, or maybe the final chapter. But um, the best cast of characters, I, I would say. Yeah, it, it's definitely. either this or final chapter. But, mm-hmm. I, yeah, yep. you agree. It's, it's probably this. Oh, yeah. And, uh, the weed, the final girl. Uh, what's her oh, name? Oh, Jenny. Uh, Jenny, yeah. She is... Uh, let me let me think about this real quick before I say it. Yeah, she's probably my favorite final girl, definitely. Uh, uh just her the her acting, you know, alone. She's super intelligent when it comes to the end. Yeah. Uh, you know, yep. that that whole interaction, uh, that iconic shot with her holding the pitchfork is fucking. That's just that's right? br- brilliant to me. Um, yeah. There's, there's just so many. Uh, iconic kind of shots in this movie. Like there's one where uh, uh, there's a shot of Jason's hand. He's holding a knife. You mm-hmm. know, you see the girl in the background, and but all you see is the hand with the knife coming at her, and his fucking fingernails all fucking you know bruised or something. And just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's so simple, but man, does it look good. You know, there's just uh, there's just piles and piles of stuff like that in this movie. In that particular scene with him holding the knife and him killing that girl, 
that whole fucking sequence is brilliant and mm-hmm. scary. When she goes in the room and she looks around and the camera pans and you see the bed and this motherfucker sits up in the He's, bed. Yeah. He was hiding and waiting with that fucking sack on it. And that's the first that's time, the you, first time see you see him. And it's a holy shit moment. Yes, man. it's scary. Imagine being in that position. Walking in that fucking room and look and open and this fucking you know he's deformed and you know how I am with them that, that shit that fucking scary <laughs> yeah so that's something else that resonates with me in this movie and the Jason character that's why it's scary because to be in that situation that that would be uh, you can't get any scarier you know this this dude's fucked up looking he has one eye cut in his fucking pillow sack or whatever and he sits up and he calculated the whole thing how fucking scary I mean that's that's a shit your fucking pants moment right there <laughs> yep. I mean, wow. And then, then you know, then he's following her with the knife and you see his nail and, you know. Unfortunately, the kill is just a quick little slash. Yeah, and, but it's everything else, you know. Right. Makes, oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's just it. The suspense of it, the, everything that led up to it and, the, the, you know, how scary it was, wonderful. You know, I mean, imagine if this movie wouldn't would not have had the gore cut. Uh, then I'd be saying that it's the best fucking horror movie of all time. I would say bar none. That, that 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 would have put it completely over the edge with me. Mm-hmm. If it, if this had the same gore that part one had, and it, it was the same movie, then it'd be a hands down, mm-hmm. you know, for me. Uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, characters. This movie also has one of the hottest fucking girls in any of these movies, or possibly any fucking uh, horror movie I've ever seen. But that fuck, I don't even know her name. But the girl in the Mickey Mouse shirt with the shorts, uh, the girl that goes swimming with the fucking guy, holy and then because that's yeah, that's when you see how hot she is. Oh my fucking... god, dude, she's the banana. I am gonna peel. <laughs> yeah, time it's she is so fucking hot, dude. It's ridiculous to me. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. What the fuck is her name? Oh, it's gonna. It, is it know. Terry? It's is it Terry? I don't know. None, none of these actors are on on IMDb, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Terry. Yeah, she is so hot, it's fucking retarded to me. But yeah, her ass in those shorts, I Ooh-wee. mean, holy shit. <clears throat> yeah, I hear you. And there's a couple cuties. Man. There's a couple cuties. Yeah, and I'm definitely peeling it too. I think Vicky's cute. The girl that did that, the, the scene we were just talking about, the girl yeah. that fucks uh, the kid in the wheelchair, Mark. And, uh,. I think uh, the other girl's cute, but 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 they didn't really do a good job because you could tell she has a smoking body under that shit. You know the couple, freaking um, uh, what the fuck, uh, Sandy, and uh, what the fuck, what the fuck? Why 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 is my mind? I've seen a movie a million times. No seconds for uh, what do you call it on dessert? Is it Mark Mark and, and Sandra? Uh, I don't fucking remember. But I know who ex- exactly who you're talking about, so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think I always thought she was hot. They just don't do a good job presenting her. She's kind of covered up, and she's a little, uh, her hairstyle's a little, I don't know, mm-hmm. a little big. But her body, I mean, you could see. She's wearing those, those cut-off jean shorts and shit, and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, she's, isn't, she, um, isn't it amazing that they were able to, to pull this off? I mean, I, this is my favorite of the fucking franchise, it's the second one. They kept the same formula, but they changed the villain. You know, it's like, they, I mean, they they almost had nothing. You know, it's like, uh, good thing we shot that last, uh, you know, 
jump scare so people kind of have a reference as to who Jason is, you know, and shit like that. But because otherwise, you know, they would have had fucking nothing. And I'm amazed that it actually it it works, you know, because uh, I mean, they they like I said, they kept the formula, but they when you have to change a villain like that, it's kind of you know, it, it most likely it would not work. But since they got the look of him almost perfect, and and all the kills were in the same style and and very good, lots of great suspense, you know, this movie. <laughs> this movie worked surprisingly and and yeah. to, to its credit because it's my favorite right and you know uh, credit steve minor he knew what he was doing you know mm-hmm. he, he knew what he was doing when he made it and the studio probably had something to say as well you know make it as much like the first one as possible and and he did and it's the same atmosphere i mean the music is the same it's great manfredini once again everything it's you know but he adds something to it he adds you know Having Jason as the killer is, you know, adds another element to the movie where, of course, that's much scarier than than Mrs. Voorhees, you know, mm-hmm. and the shit that he does. Of course, it's scary. He, there's 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 scary, you know, scary scenes in this movie. There's that scene, and then there's the scene at the end, which not a lot of people talk about. But when when Ginny gets to the shack, and she first comes in there, she's already being chased by Jason, and she first gets to the shack, and she, you know, somebody help me, and she gets there. And we know it's Jason Shack, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She doesn't know, you know. And before she discovers, you know, uh, the shrine to his mother and everything else, you can see Jason outside, and there's no music. It's the music is very, uh, very mellow, so it's not like nothing's happening yet. And you see Jason through that window, running towards the freaking towards the shack, and you know he's going to pounce on her any second. He's going to open that door, and he's there, and she has no idea he's coming. And that, to me, has always been. I had that scene right up there with uh, the scene with Michael and Halloween when, when he when he sits up after the closet attack and turns his head slowly. Oh it's, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's two of the creepiest scenes ever. And in the Blu-ray on this one uh, for part two, you can actually see Jason coming even further out than oh, you do cool. normally. Yeah. So it's even that much more creepy. It's always been creepy to me. Not a lot of people talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's always been a scene for me. That I see him coming, running to the window, and knowing he's going to be there any sec. That's fucking scary shit. Mm-hmm. And you know they added that to it. There was nothing like that in, in in part one. I mean, yeah, it was. I shouldn't say nothing like it. It was just. It was just different. Mm-hmm. You know, it was suspenseful. You know, when she locked in the closet, uh, that, that you know that food pantry, and you know, and then she comes in the room. That's all great. And is she gonna? You know, when when you see the freaking doorknob turn, you know. Mm-hmm. That's part one. That's great. But this this had that, but it also had, you know, the presence of Jason being scary because of his look. And he he's he is scarier than his mother because yeah. you know who he is, and he's unpredictable because he's probably insane or you know to to some point. Uh, uh, I mean, Mrs. Voorhees was clearly insane as well, but he is a guy living out in the middle of nowhere right. and, and how did he survive? And he kept his mother's head, you know, there's just so much more unpredictability with this fucking dude. And, and, and you know who he is the whole time. It's not, you're not wondering if it's, if it's Paul or, 
fucking you right. know, Muffy or whatever the <laughs> fuck. You know. Muffy. <laughs> <laughs> that whole fucking scene, that's great. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's in the, the legend of Jason, which they discuss in the bar, that whole thing with Ginny being into the, the child psychology, you know, yeah. that's, that's what she's going, that's her college gimmick. And, you know, the whole nine, she discusses that. And, you know, that's cool. The things that she said, you know, they're serious moments of the film, and they, they play it perfectly because they just kind of laugh it off. You know, Ned's over there laughing about it, or Ted, and fucking, and Paul's just kind of dismissing it. He's a legend. But she, she nails it, you know? The whole fucking a boy trapped in a man's body and fucking, you know, this boy beast running out there, she says, doing, mm-hmm. let's, let's, you know, let's think outside of the box and this and that. She's fucking dead on. And, yeah, and, and she uses that, you know, right at the end. And that's what makes right. her one of the best final girls is that not only is she uh, uh, good-looking and, and uh, she's just well-acted, uh, you know, but she's super intelligent, you know. I mean, for her to to do that and to be daring enough to, to put on this dead woman's sweater, you know, and, and shit like that and, and, and confront him with words like that right. to trick him. That's pretty daring, and it's very, it's pretty smart too. It's fucking great, yeah. and and she is, and she is the best. She is the best final girl. There's just putting that in, you know, figuring that into the equation. There's no question that mm-hmm. she's the best because yeah. what the, the whole thing that she does at the end is outstanding. Yeah, now she thought now, to do. It's classic shit, man. Speaking you know? of the ending, uh, are you aware of the ending part that they cut out <clears throat> with? Uh, you know, after the aftermath, yeah, the next, yeah, <laughs> they, they, uh, they filmed it with uh, a real person in uh, the 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 Mrs. Voorhees makeup, and they slowly zoom in, and it freeze. The original ending, it freeze frames, or the ending that we see, it freeze frames, and then that's it. It's pretty creepy kind of style ending, but right. and the one that they filmed. <laughs> Uh, her eyes open. I, I've never seen footage of this. Is that out there to see? No, it's yeah, not okay. out there to see. And, and right. she, she, from what I've heard, I think I read it in the book, in, in the Crystal Lake Memories book, they were going to have her just wink, like oh a fucking God. nod. Thank God they right? had the sense to cut that. I mean, Whew, I understand yeah. that they wanted to do a, a kind of a shocker ending like they did with the first one. But oh my God, they would have immediately jumped to part six territory with that. Yeah, man. Holy yes. shit. Uh, Did not belong. Yeah. It, yeah. Whoever thought of that, well, whatever. But whoever decided to fucking, you know, put the stop on it, yeah, very good. Thank I, God it's right because. One so. benefit from it, though, is that those last few seconds are, are, are a little more intense because. You can tell that it, it's a it's a real person. You know what I mean. You can tell right. it, there's more life behind it because it's an actual person in makeup and not just a head sitting there. So you know you, you can't really put your finger on it. I mean, having the information now, you know, we understand. But you know, it, it's just something else about it that you can't really pinpoint because it's a real person as opposed to a prop. You know, if they were just zooming in on a prop, it wouldn't have the same effect. You're right, exactly, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's just as cool, and, and it's just as creepy as the ending of part one, the aftermath, when they're zooming in, you know, part one, they're zooming in on the lake, and they mm-hmm. have it subtle, and that's creepy, yeah. and then this, when they go, and the music they play is great, and you know, I, yeah. fuck, it's scary, I, even to the, to, the, to the very last frame of the film, to me, 
that's just scary shit that they even show that there. It, it just just shows you how fucking demented he is and just everything mm-hmm. that, that he went through all that. And even before we were talking about the formula, how he followed the same formula. I mean, they did. I mean, even with the other thing, they had the, the jump scare at right. the end. Yeah, you thought, of, which is fucking great. I mean, it's it's brilliant. It works to me. It works. I mean, it works. I don't want to say better than part one, but it's just different enough because uh, since I get, I mean, you just really think that it's over. You know what I mean? And yeah. more so than in the first one, for some reason, I don't know how, and I can't even explain it, but yeah, you just, I guess cause the dog coming back and there's her and Paul, you know, right. the music is swelling just even more so than the first one. It just really just seems like the end. And but nope, they pulled the fast one once again. <laughs> and the look of them, oh yeah. What fuck. do you think about that? I mean, we both. I, I think you said that you really liked his sackhead looks, but what what do you think about the ginger, the long hair uh, look of him? It doesn't bother me at all because yeah. it's fucking. It, it's it's it looks more realistic than than what he became. It, it yeah, looks true. more like somebody that would have that condition or whatever whatever it is, you know? Yeah. That half of his face is deformed and he has hair here and not here. And that makes it more scary that he's just untreated and he's just out there fucking whatever. Yeah. If hair yeah, goes here, li- fine. He's living not, on his own. Shaving. Yeah, he's not right. getting haircuts. He's not going right. to sports clips every fucking day. You right. know, or the barber shop <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, exactly. of course he would look like that. And then all of a sudden he becomes like a straight bald dude in the next one. I mean, we'll get into it, but... <laughs> yeah, I understand. And in, in a way, I kind of had to because they were going to abandon that for whatever reason. But I think he looks great when he comes out and he fucking grabs her. And, you know, it's tremendous. And even before that, there's more great shit when, when they're being chased in the final scene. In the one part when his hand breaks through the glass, when it's Ginny by herself of yeah. that window. Yeah. You know, and she's backing up and obviously and it's sad cat. It's scary. And boom, comes in and he fucking with his hand comes through the glass and... And the one part when they're in there and they first realize that shit's hit the fan and people are missing and and you can see him too. And you can see him even better in the Blu-ray once again. And Paul, there's someone in this room. Paul, there's someone in this fucking room. And you, yeah. when you see him standing up, <laughs> it's even clearer in, in, in the Blu-ray. And that, that's fucking scary shit, man. Just that, that final chase when Ginny's by herself and then even after she's – even though there's two people and I'm really not – I alluded to it earlier – I don't like having more than one person in the final chase. Uh, half half the final chase, she's by herself anyway. Right, and, exactly. Yeah, he's so, not there the whole time. So right, it leads up to it and everything else. But it's, I think it's, I tell you, it's fucking done perfectly. You want a slasher movie and a chase and everything else they do in this movie, execution is fucking right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, everything's great. The the whole, yeah. you know, they utilize the mythology of it all. You know, it's like. It's this little boy. He's been living out there. He saw his mother killed. It just works perfectly. Other movies try to set this kind of mythology up, and it just doesn't. It just doesn't work. Uh, you know, th- this movie it, it seems realistic in that aspect. You know, um, and, and the whole campfire tale of it all is just just perfect because right. we've all been there. We've all heard right. something like this story at a campfire, or you know, or a similar setting. You know, and so it's it's fucking it's great. I love it. <laughs> it is it is fucking great. It, there's not one there's you know there's not one bad thing I can say about it from beginning to end. And fucking you know there was something else I was gonna say and and, and it slipped my mind. Well, something else about this 
a lot this movie's overlooked and it's a shame because mm-hmm. for one reason only he's fucking wearing yeah it's not staff. it's not the hockey mask uh, right. which don't get me wrong i love the hockey mask look it's fucking iconic yes uh, it is you know it looks great uh there's nothing really wrong with it at all but it's just it's not the same you know i, I want to say this movie is more it's it's a weird compliment but it's more innocent you know whereas by right. the time the third one comes around okay it's the third time we're doing this. There's other movies already like this. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's really starting to be a formula now. Whereas this one, you can tell uh, they were still, still uh, you know, feeling it out and stuff like that. So that, that, that's where the innocence comes in, I guess, is what I'm and, saying. Yeah, I hear you. And I love recommending this movie to people cause it's, because it's overlooked. Yeah. I've seen, have you ever seen him when he had the sack on his head? You know, anytime this discussion comes up with, Jason or Friday, and people talk to me about it. I go, have you ever seen part two? And they go, well, I don't know. Well, he wore a sack on his head, not a hockey mask. No, I don't think I've seen that. I'm like, go fucking watch it now. Yeah. You know, I love pushing this movie on people because for what, probably because of the sack on its head and not the hockey mask, it's overlooked because the franchise took on a life of its own with the iconic hockey mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you said it. Um yeah, absolutely. So hey, we we didn't say what our um our uh <laughs> oh our banana split our banana split of the movie is mine is uh uh is the guy the wheelchair dude he gets the Mark. fucking yeah, yeah okay he gets the machete to the face which is it just comes out you know he's just rolling rolling along and it comes he comes out of nowhere and wham hits him in the face and that's that's shocking. But probably my favorite part about it is he, as he rolls down the stairs, you know, yeah. all janky and stuff like that. And then the camera does this like weird quick zoom, and then mm-hmm. it like it like blows out to white or something like that, and, and yeah. that has some weird effect. Uh, that just that entire sequence, you know, just is perfect to me in my opinion. It's so exciting right at the beginning. And then him going down the stairs, and then the ending of it, you know, of, of the, the the camera work, I, I fucking love that, dude. I can't get enough of that. I hear you, and I, I think, and I agree with you. That's uh, that's the banana split for sure. And, oh, okay. You know, of course I do, and I think universally, um, many people share that sentiment mm-hmm. about this movie. You know, it's it's something that fans of this of this franchise. You know, most of them, you know, consider that like a top five kill, even in the series. Mm-hmm. I and, do. Uh, I do also love the uh, uh, the double spear. <laughs> to the, yeah, it's to cool. The couple that I, you know, it's just an interesting idea to take two people doing it and just fucking, you know, skewer them both. Uh, but yeah, Jeff and Sandy. Yeah, now yeah. I remember their name. I thought, I remember their fucking kill. I remember their names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jeff need, and Sandy. You need a trigger. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and that was it. But you know what else was really good? Is um, uh, not Mark Jeff the guy that was sw- swimming with fucking uh, with with um you know the, that that whole scene when he's hanging up yeah oh, and he's fucking oh, yeah, hanging yeah, in the yeah, tree yeah. yeah that's great it got cut just like three seconds too yeah. soon because yeah. of, of the sensors but it was a great throat slash when you mm-hmm. see it happen he's hanging upside down and it's a machete and it and it's a, a quick throat slash and you just see the blood just start to spit just, out and, yeah. and they cut it and it's too bad if that would have been you know shown in its entirety you know that might have been the best kill of the movie because mm-hmm. it was it was the whole the whole thing was set up well and it was 
you know, and it look it would have been great, but whatever. I mean, it's not taken away from the film by any means. I'm no. not saying one negative thing about it. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I said, you know, I think uh, <laughs> the the beginning is the only negative stuff I have with the the Alice thing and the the fact that it doesn't make sense that Jason finds her and all this stuff and it go it's a little slow yeah. and, and stuff like that. But I, I'm just nitpicking. I mean. I, I, I still love it. I still don't mind watching it. I have a blast every single time, and I can't recommend this movie enough. It's a five. Give it a five. I, you know, we're, we're flawed in the fact that we can't. Uh, I, I like this movie better than the first one. Um, you know, so if we were on a different rating scale, maybe out of ten or something, I would rate. Um, I, I would rate part two higher than one. But I love them both, so they're both fives. Right. And I agree, and they are both fives. There's yeah. no question about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if I had the choice of someone said you can only watch one Friday the 13th for the rest of your life, then yeah, my answer is part two. Even though I say I like it equally with one, I, I like one for different reasons. Yeah, But it's, I appreciate, it's mm-hmm. right, it is different, and, and there's some things about it plot-wise and, and with the gore that are great. But part two, to sit down and watch something beginning to end and just, you know, you you watch it and you just fucking love it. You feel like you're almost at the camp with them. It's just something, you know, that I, we've watched so many times and for so many years. And it's just the cast, the crew, everything. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. everything works out perfectly. And it's a fucking, it's, it's, of course, it's a five. Yeah. You know? Now, be, let me ask you this uh, before we move on. Uh, you know, they had originally wanted um, Adrian King to come back as the heroine of this movie. Right. But she didn't because she had a stalker. She didn't want right. to be out in public and, and all that stuff. And that makes sense. But good th- thing that she didn't. Exactly, dude. Because I don't think I would have liked this movie nearly as much if she came back and was in the whole thing. I'm so glad they killed her off in the beginning. You're right. I'm not into the same person being yeah. stalked for several films. Mm-hmm. It's It's just not. And it wouldn't have. You wouldn't have had that great scene with Ginny doing yeah. what she did at the end with her psychology background. Exactly. It Which, opened it up for someone else, uh, I, I, dare I say, better to come in and challenge the villain, you know? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And it's iconic. And the way it ends is iconic. And the, the final confrontation and, you know, you've done well and mommy's pleased. That whole fucking thing. Oh, I fucking God, love, yeah. it. love it. I just love that scene, everything. And then he sees the head when she raises it up and he looks back and forth, that quick thing. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, <laughs> and now just to, to say something fun, I'll tell you what I love. I don't know which one of these guys did this, but I give him the credit as being Jason between the fucking controversy between fucking Steve Dash and Warrington and Gillette. I don't know who was in the mask when um, it was, once again, penetrated by the fucking, <laughs> by the machete. But the, I, I, I've always loved it. I've always loved the way that he's fucking sitting there dazed for a second and the way he rolls his eye uh-huh. back yeah, the and eye then roll. falls. Yep. <laughs> I think it's that's hard to fucking, you know, to uh, to reproduce. Yeah. I think it's great. Whichever guy did that eye roll, in my opinion, that's the real Jason. I don't give a cast everything else aside because <laughs> I've always loved that. I know it's, a, I don't know, say it's cheesy or I'm a fucking weirdo or whatever, but I think I've always, you know, I've got a little humor out of it. But I think it's great the way he rolls his eye back. They, they yeah. thought to do that. And I, I'm sure nobody told him to do it. Yeah, you know? it, it's all, you know, it's in, <laughs> in slow-mo. And, yeah, it's very yeah. effective. I love it, yeah. It's great. And one more little tidbit. Steve Miner, 
You know what Steve Miner did after Friday the 13th Part 2? And part, the reason I know three. is... Like, well, oh, yeah. Let me... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Right, yes. Part 3. No, but what he went on to after he was done with Friday the 13th, and the only reason I know is because I've been watching the shit out of this this series on Netflix for the past uh, couple months. Oh, okay. What's that? He went on to direct, <laughs> of all things, The Wonder Years. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I noticed the first episode uh, I watched. That's funny. He was the director. He he was like the first year, maybe year and a half, maybe two years. But he fucking he was the director of the Wonder Years. Yeah, oh, that's that's cool. Well, good for him. You know, I'm, I'm I mean, he's done some stuff that's not so great, but he, he's done this. He did uh, three. He did you know H two O. So he's got some good stuff under his belt, definitely. Oh, yeah, he's definitely had a finer body of work than, than Cunningham. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, and, you know, Wonder Years is, is, is another part of it, completely different and kind of funny that he goes from that to fucking something as lighthearted as the Wonder Years. That's but, funny. I wish Jason yeah. had, like, a voiceover uh, Fred, Fred Savage <laughs> style like the Wonder Years. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Holy fuck. And there I was. Soon I discovered that everything has led up to this between me and Ginny Fields. <laughs> this was the love of my life. I thought it was my mother. <laughs> you know? And then instead of talking about fucking his best friend, Paul, he could have been talking about Paul Holt. Oh, Paul strikes again. You know? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps up part two. And uh, before we get into the third dimension... Let's oh, take yeah. uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. It's the fabulous Jason O'Matic, as seen on Friday the 13th. It slices, it dices, it even makes julienne fries. But wait, there's more. It's the super sharp gonzo knife. An ordinary knife wouldn't cut this, but with the gonzo, it's a snap. Now, how much would you pay? You could pay with your life. What's up, guys? It's Wizell from Banana Laser. And a lot of times we do joke promos on this show, but this one is no joke. That is... Crystal Lake Industries. If you're like me, you can't get enough Friday the 13th, and you might want to possess a Jason Voorhees-style hockey mask. This guy will make whatever version hockey mask you want. He is brilliant. Uh, I recently bought a a version of the Part 4 mask. It's nice and bloody. It looks fucking great. You can wear it if you want. It's perfect for Halloween. I got mine on the wall. It looks fucking cool as shit. Um, I'm looking at his uh, his webpage right now, crystallakeindustries.com. He has made almost every style of Jason mask you can think of. And not only that, he's willing to modify the masks in almost any style of fashion that you want. You want more blood. You want bullet holes, stuff like that. He, he's done it all. He's made the Jason X mask. He's made the Uber Jason mask. He's got part three, part four, part five, a fucking Roy mask. Yeah, get you one of them. So check it out, guys. Crystal Lake Industries. You can find him on Facebook. You can find him at crystallakeindustries.com. And on with the show. Friday the 13th, part three. Let's get to it. The following film contains graphic violence and material that may not be suitable for younger viewers. Parental discretion is advised. All right, fuckers, we are back. Dave Z and Wazell, and this time we got our fucking 3D glasses on because we're talking about (laughs) Friday the 13th, 
3D. Oh yeah, this is gonna be real exciting today. Wait till you see what I got coming up. Take a look. That's right. Friday the 13th, part three. Oh, all kinds of scary things going on in this one, boy. Oh yeah, there's, oh look at this, motorcycle gangs and oh, people knitting, dead car batteries. Oh, gee, whoa, whoa, every kind of thing you could imagine. Yeah, it's gonna be real scary. <laughs> I might be the only one, but I love that fucking song. I mean, not the only one, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's different than what they did in the first two movies clearly, but I, you know, it's, it's kind of corny, you know, but it has this groove and it's yeah. still, you know, still the, the, the theme running through it is still kind of yeah. similar to like what, what they, what they would do. You know, it's got inklings of what they would do in an introduction to a Friday film. Definitely. I, I love that fucking song. And, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. Really, yeah, that's love something it. I, I play at a party or something. Yep. Exactly. You know? Like a Halloween party specifically, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah, it's very catchy. Once it begins, that's cast aside. It's just a cool intro. This is 3D. We're going to have fun. It's a fucking, you know, crazy disco fucking music, uh, you know, mix of, of the, the, the songs you've heard before. But once but once the movie begins, the first reel of the film, that's out the window. And they go back yeah. to the fucking Manfredini score again. Yeah, they don't. So it's why not? It's only for the introduction. And so that's why I kind of like it. Um, <laughs> now, this movie, uh, okay, clearly it's a 3D movie you know they were going after a gimmick uh and and i don't fault them for that this is the third in the series you know they're playing off the number three i think that worked pretty well uh they they still they still didn't know what this whole franchise was going to be you know what i mean so they had a character they had uh, uh themes and stuff like that they were still trying stuff out so for them to do a 3d movie uh, even though you can't really watch it in 3D these days, you know you can, but it really hurts your fucking eyes. So uh, I've heard. I never <laughs> tried. Everyone told me that. Every every person told me that. So oh, I never God. tried. Oh God, it is headache-inducing and not worth it at all because we're so used to. Um, you know, I don't know what it was like back then. I never saw it in 3D. I saw this on TV for the first time, and you know we if you watch 3D now they can do some spectacular shit and it doesn't oh, yeah. necessarily hurt your head you know and, and your vision or anything this is with the red and blue glasses and it's most of the time it's all out of focus and the 3D barely works you know and stuff like that so right i i don't fault them for doing that at all um is it a little you know annoying or you know, uh, cumbersome whenever uh, they're doing the 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 poking at the camera kind of stuff. Sure, but I, you know, I look past that. You know, people. I always like to compare this to uh, the classic um, House of Wax. You know, that was a 3D movie that I don't know right. if people were, and people still you know hold that in high esteem as a classic movie, even though it had the the most corny 3d shit in it i mean the opening scene has got a guy with a paddle ball going right at the camera oh right yeah Uh corny as shit 
you know, mm-hmm. but people still love that movie. It's got Vincent Price. It's got a great story and everything. It's a good movie. But yeah. for some reason, people can't not get past the th- the 3D gimmicks in this movie. To me, I, it, like I said, it doesn't really bother me. No, me neither. I kind of like it in a way. It kind of it's representative of the times. It, it, it makes it uh, nostalgic because yeah. you know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. You see the beginning, and at the time, that was all the fucking rage with with, uh, with part three. They had Amityville 3D, Jaws 3D, and Friday the 13th 3D. Mm-hmm. It all came out in the same fucking year, same time period, and, you know, th- that's what was going on. So it's, you know, people like us that are into the 80s, I mean, shit, it doesn't bother me a bit. It's it, It's not that much of a... It doesn't turn me off to the to the movie. The one thing I don't like, the only thing I don't like, is when the the guy's eye popping out and you can see the spring and a, a little bit of those flawed, yeah. th- those flawed parts and th- that snake when it jumps out. But aside from that, I don't mind the yo yo coming up and the guy holding the eye and you know all, all the other obvious things because you know it's just it's nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just part of the movie and this whole movie. It takes a life of its own for me, and I'll get into that later because this was my birth into the horror, into the fucking horror genre, and Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, really? Huh. And it's a yeah, it's a great story. It's it's a story I love to tell because it's fucking yeah, it, it means a lot to me. It started this whole fucking love affair with with, with me and this genre. Well, don't hold back. Get into it. Well, okay. <laughs> Here's the deal. Uh, I was being my, my parents were out one night for for the evening or maybe for yeah i think they were staying because yeah, it was pretty late so i think they were they went somewhere for the evening and my older brother and his girlfriend were at the house and um friday the 13th party now at this time i know nothing about horror and uh you know it's 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 in 1984 or sometime and it's on hbo now it, back in the day I, I don't know if they still do it but they used to show a movie like in prime time at like eight or ten and then, then they would show it again at like three in the morning or some obscene hour of, of you know of the night and uh now i wasn't paying any attention i remember they had it on for at some point and i might have heard them saying something i was just being a kid i was just playing with my wrestling figures which i did on a, a fucking I spent a lot of my time doing at that age fucking at that time of day you know and it's the evening time, and they're watching it. And now, I was always scared shitless as a kid. I didn't like to fucking go upstairs and sleep by myself. Uh, and I knew that they were there. I was gonna try to. I was gonna try to fandangle away for me to stay downstairs in the living room and sleep down there. And uh, sure enough, I did, and I fell asleep. And uh, I woke up at some strange hour, two thirty in the morning, three, whatever the fuck. And what I turned and because they had HBO playing earlier, it was still on, and they had fallen asleep on the couch, mm-hmm. and so they were out, both of them. And I'm up, and it's dark, and the lights are off, and the TV's playing, and I catch this movie, and all I see, pretty much, is the last twenty minutes of the movie. So I wake up, and I'm watching this, and it's like the beginning of the chase scene with Chris. Oh man, Jason. that's great. Right, so this is what I'm seeing, and you know, I'm I'm a little scared of it, of course. You know, I'm watching. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Is crazy? And then, you know, then she hangs him, and then he lifts up his mask, and the hanging doesn't kill him because you know I'm a kid. I haven't seen this shit before. I think when she hangs him, okay, the movie's over. She fucking killed the bad guy. Whatever. Mm-hmm. 
then that happens. Then he shows his face and he's fucking deformed and that and holy fuck. I mean, it's scary and at the same time compelling. I'm like, oh my God, what am I watching? You know, and then what happens after and the axe to the head and then mm-hmm. go a step further with the fight. Then you think it's over again and the dream sequence and the fucking this thing jumping out at the water and pulling her under. Holy fuck. I mean, to me, it was just full of fucking you know, it was it was heart pounding. It was fucking out of control, and it was scary. I remember I wasn't able to get back to bed for quite a while after it, and you know I didn't tell anybody. I, I would have been embarrassed <laughs> to tell my older brother. Oh well, you know, fucking, you know that movie scared me because you know he's at, he was at that age. He was a teen. He was seven years older than me. So I'm trying to be cool. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, I'm scared of this movie. You know, right. I'm not trying to you know act like that. So. I'm watching it and, you know, it took me a while to get to sleep and I was scared. I was like, what the fuck? But it blew me away. I'll always hold this film in high regard for that final chase scene. And I still think it holds up. I still think it's a great chase scene. And, you know, I, I, you know, I love that about the movie. Then I went to, eventually I got back to bed. The next day I wake up, I think it's a Saturday or a Sunday. And I find myself thinking about the movie and I was like, you know, that was scary, but that was really cool. What is this shit? You know? Then I learn, well, it's a Friday. I looked up in the TV guide. I see Friday the 13th, part three. That's what I watched last night. Okay, that means there's two other ones. Well, <laughs> I uh, shortly after that, I had my parents get me a card at the, at the local video place, and I asked them, can I run a few horror movies? They said, fine. I got the approval, <laughs> and, and it began. I rented part one. I rented part two, and then started running the shit out of fucking every slasher and every horror movie that was released in the 80s. So... Yeah, that um, you know that that final chase scene is no joke. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, say what you will about the first part of the movie. the The final part is very incredible because mm-hmm. at this point, you know, they changed Jace, Jason uh, into a big Hulk of a guy, and so he's extremely menacing in that way. Then he's just he is they up his insanity level. Like you said, that one point where he, uh, where he just lifts up the mask just to show oh. her how wow. he's deformed, it's like what the fuck? And his look is great. He looks like fucking sloth off of uh, the Goonies, you know, <laughs> right. a- except a sc- you know a scarier version, not like a kid friendly right. version. And uh, but just the fact that he would do that, it's like Freddy. Uh, cutting off his two fingers in Nightmare on Elm Street just to be like, hey, isn't this fucked up? And, you know, aren't I freaking you out? You know, that (laughs) is frightening to me. It is. And also, um, yeah, the shot of him uh, when she plummets the axe into his fucking into his face and he's reaching out grabbing is one of the best fucking shots I've ever seen in any of these movies. It looks so fucking good. Yeah. And... And uh, another one is, yeah, the next day uh, when she's um, when she's trying to when she's in the boat, she's trying to get away and she sees his bloody oh, face oh in gosh. the window. And he then he just starts he just starts running out the door. That yeah. is one of the Oof. scariest things I've ever seen Jason do. Yes, and, sir. And even to this day. <laughs> It's fuck. It's it's scary. He he right. he is never really that scary in this movie. He's got actual scary bits, and that's one of them. Very scary. And if for <laughs> nothing else, the movie succeeds in that last in that last chase. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, 
And that's always special to me. And I forgot to mention that part. Just imagine it was one thing after another. First, there's the hanging. And you think, you know, he's dead because you're not used to seeing movies like that. The guy's dead. Then he shows his face. That's scary as fuck. He survived the hanging. That's fucking scary. Then the thing with the axe in the head. Okay, well, now you know he's dead. I mean, he took him a while. He, they finally got him down. Then she wakes up in that fucking bloody face in the window running. It was one thing after another. And then that, 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 and then the fucking the thing at the boat. You know, and I'm. This is me taking it in the first time, and I'm like, "Holy yeah. mm-hmm. fuck!" But it spoke volumes to me. The next day, I was like, "Wow, I'm attracted to this shit, whatever it is." And that's why I'm doing what, what I'm doing this this moment. Mm-hmm. That's why I fucking yeah. I'm into this shit. <laughs> it's I credit this movie. You know, this was my birth into the fucking the genre. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, I I guess I got lucky because it was just one thing after another, and it was scary. You know, mm-hmm. and looking back, you know. Yeah, I didn't. I thought what you said about Freddie cutting off his fingers and it being scary. But now, knowing what you know about the the plot, he was doing that to show him that it was the fucking guy that that had that he had a, yeah, she had escaped exactly. him once before. Yes, and you didn't know that the first time. Well, I didn't mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it took me multiple viewings to piece that together, and right. so to be like, "Hey, it's me. Remember me?" Yeah, I right. I didn't really get that at first, but yeah, and it's like he had some kind of weird. Uh, attraction to her and it's like he wasn't really necessarily going to kill her he just wanted her you know and maybe he didn't really understand about his sex who knows what's going through his mind you know uh but yeah very creepy um let's fucking uh let's back it up and talk about the beginning now now like i said they changed jason's look extremely uh in this movie now, do you think now how how did you like that? I I liked it. I mean, to me, uh part 2 is what it is, and even though this is a direct continuation, takes place the next day, or you know, uh this is still this is in its own kind of world type of thing. And to me, if you took the part 2 Jason and put him in part 3, it wouldn't work. You needed uh this formidable uh guy, you know, to take on the biker crew. And everybody that he does. That's true. Mm-hmm. You're right. It, it, would, it, it wouldn't have worked if he had the same look to, to, to do that. You're right. To take on the biker crew and, and, and do what he did. Sackhead Jason and, and, and that size of Jason, it wouldn't have worked. You're right. So I guess that's one reason for it. And I can say I don't mind it because, like I said, it was the first one I saw. So yeah. I'm used to seeing this big guy. Now, mm-hmm. the continuation from two to three, you know logically i can't say that i enjoy that they did that with the character because i would be lying um yeah. i like what he became mm-hmm. he became the jason we all you know come to know and love so that, that's that's a positive but you know that was kind of a a shitty thing to do but is it that much different than what happened between part one and part two with the jason character no yeah absolutely not <laughs> you know yeah exactly like i said they hadn't really figured this out yet. They were still trying to figure it out. And for it, for us to still uh, be such fans of the series, even though they, they retcon so much stuff from movie to movie, uh, is amazing. And that's just a testament to how, how good the movies are. Uh, because if the movies weren't good, then we would look at these flaws you know, are these changes as major flaws and be like, well, the movie sucks because of this. But because the movie is actually good on top of that, we're willing to overlook that shit, you know? Yeah. And and one of the things that we have to overlook is the fact that, and we've talked about this in the past, is the fact that 
Jason gets a fucking machete to his shoulder <laughs> and, and, and at the end of part two. And to me, it looks maybe not like a death blow, but like something that's going to take weeks and months of recovery in, in the hospital. Right. And for him to just, you know, pull it out and then crawl away and then the very same night go and kill two shop owners uh, is, is, is a little nutty. But (laughs) I mean, if they, if they didn't do that, you know, they, you know, look, do do you want, I mean, how else would they do it? Would he go to the hospital? No, he would go to jail. Then you have to break out of jail. They're not going to write a story around that realistically. So let's just go with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What else could they do? I mean, maybe they could have had it take place, you know, a year later or months later. You just, you know. They would have been a little more plausible that he healed on his own. Or, yeah, which, he just, which he isn't just, very plausible. He but just you know rubbed uh, leaves and herbs <laughs> on the wounds and and like deer blood and shit and just eventually got better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. It wouldn't have been more plausible, but I guess it would be, you know, a little more accepted, you know, that it was instead of being the very next day. But it's kind of cool that it was the next day. No, I love it's just you know? like it's just like Halloween one and two, dude. Anytime right. a movie does that, picks up right then, it's great. It's, uh, and and they do they do this when they go from three to four as well. And I just love that kind of continuity, even though they change some stuff. Obviously, uh, <laughs> yeah. Know, J- Jason grew a foot. He lost a yeah. ton of hair. Uh, he got a whole new outfit somehow. Right. Uh, <laughs> he's like, you know, overalls. These are way out of style. I need like a, <laughs> I need like a green jacket. You know, and some slacks. You know, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are seeing me now. I gotta fuck it. I'm yeah, yeah. I gotta prove my look. Yeah, you know? I, gotta, I gotta be seen. You know, but you know, you know, we're forgiving of all that because the movie is so enjoyable on its own. Yeah, it's fun, and yeah. it's obviously the producers or the studio or someone. They must have said. I don't know what had come out prior to that. Maybe something happened. They saw something in some other movie or or whatever. But they must have said, hey. We want to change the look of this cat. We want to fucking have him bigger and and whatever. We want to. There must have been pressure from someone to do it. I don't think the director just came on and said, "Well, I'm going to change the look." Maybe he did. I mean, I yeah, don't who know. Knows? I mean, it is the same director as we were talking about earlier. Oh, but... You're right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's kind of odd. Somebody must have. There might. Have, there must have been hands involved in this. That yeah, said, I'm sure. We want to change yeah. his look. Maybe we'll learn more about it in, in the documentary. I hope. Yeah. You know. Can't wait. But, um, yeah, right. But I'll tell you, this is a fun movie because it's this is a great movie to catch a buzz to with friends and watch because it's good in two different ways. There's some silly shit in there, but not mm-hmm. comedy. I don't want to call it comedy. It's just some silly shit, I guess is, is the way I'm going to put it. And and it's and at the same time, there's some cool horror elements as well. And it just it works in that respect. If I'm going to have people over and have a few drinks, this is probably the one I would put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I would lean more towards Freddy versus Jason or something like that, but no, I totally get that because there's some <laughs> there's some goofy shit in here. Like one, yeah. uh uh, well the the introduction of to the biker gang and having them in there uh, <laughs> has has not only people for Jason to knock off, but for like you know it's like foes for the uh, protagonists and stuff. But you know their first scene, they're supposed to be these badass. You know, two guys and a gal, 
and they're all tough and shit, and they're breaking windows and all this stuff. But then they they go to the barn to fucking, you know, uh, to burn their barn down or whatever the fuck they're doing. And uh, <laughs> the fucking the chick comes swinging out on that goddamn rope, and she's like, right. "Wee, yeah. <laughs> wee!" <laughs> I never I've, thought about that. I fucking die every time, man, because. It's like, oh, we're fucking tough and we're badass, but ooh, there's a rope swing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe she grew up in a barn. Maybe oh. she was the old, maybe she was born in a barn. <laughs> oh, it took my... her back to her childhood. <laughs> God, that part I, is so fucking hilarious. I love it. It's it's that just That is funny. Yeah, it it seems so out of character and he's like, "Get the hell down from there." But then, uh, you know, they they redeem themselves by she's on the rope swing and then he looks away and he oh, looks cool. up and then she's she's not there but the rope is still swinging. So it, it's effective in that way, but I always get a chuckle out of her jubilee. <laughs> you know, in the swinging. Yeah. That is funny. No yeah. shit. Yeah. I, I didn't think about that when I was thinking about the silly shit, but yeah, that is that, that's fuck. I I can't wait to watch this again. Now. <laughs> I have a whole new fucking admiration for that that part. That's great. <laughs> But I always thought it was cool how it was going back and forth, and then then it you know then she's gone, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, Fox! yeah. Oh, it's fucking good shit. Yeah, that's how about right, when they introduce right. them in, in the fucking in the grocery store and oh the, 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 the interaction they have? I think that's hysterical, and I love what she fucking says to uh to Tavira <laughs> when she's like, "You mean may I please have the wallet back, ma'am?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's nice. That's real good. She tells her. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, <laughs> that whole scene is funny, even though I am in the minority where I'm gonna fucking talk a little shit about Shelly because I think he's fucking annoying and everyone seems to love him. But in uh, real life, if you're around someone like that, he's trying way too fucking hard. That's just annoying. I the the only reason I like him, and and I do find him incredibly annoying. Yeah, but I I think I like him is because he is supposed to represent us the the horror fans because he's clearly a kind of a a a geek and a nerd in his own way he loves this all these like special effects and 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 gadgets and 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 horror Mm -hmm. shit but he also likes to do it in a practical joke way that's not really that funny uh and it just you know people dislike him for that and so yeah it's a mixed bag you know i like him because he's he's supposed to represent us but he fails because I am definitely not fucking like that. I mean, I hope not. Call oh, me what you will, but I think right. I can, you know, whatever. I I think I can actually communicate with people, and I don't have to pull pranks and stuff like that. You know, right, man. And I don't even accepted. mind. Right, I don't mind the fact that he did. I like the fact that you know he did the fucking trick with, and it looked like real blood and whatnot. That's kind of cool that he's into horror and shit like that. But he's just. Too out there with it. What's in that box? My whole life. Stick around. You'll see. It's just fucking... Yeah, like, it's get just the lame. fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's an immediate turnoff yeah. when someone's going to say that because you know he's going to try way too hard to impress everybody. And, you know, the, the the way he presents himself to women is just fucking... It's it's way too annoying because at the same time, he's going there, oh, sorry. You know, sorry, you know uh, uh, is this my date? Yeah, he's like, yeah, sorry. And he's all down on himself. But at the same time... <laughs> 
no, no wonder you act one minute that you're sheepish, that you fucking, you know, that you're not good looking or that you're a dork or something. But then at the same time, you're trying way too hard to fucking impress the same person. It's mm-hmm. like, it, it doesn't make sense. It's one or the other. You know, if you're going to be a little fucking down about yourself and you may, I could see you being quiet or something, but then he goes the opposite and fucking the way he tried to pursue Vera and, you know, it's just, he just tried too hard. It just, it, the character just annoyed me. And I, I I feel bad that we didn't get to see him get whacked because this is when you're watching this movie, you're like, this motherfucker is going to die a terrible death. Mm-hmm. No, we're yeah, kind of robbed of that. Yeah. yeah, definitely robbed of that. And also... Somehow he was making headway with this fucking chick, and she was good looking, you know. And Vera? She was starting to come around. She's like, you know, you're not that bad of a guy, but you pull these fucking things, you know. And she's like, every right. time she starts to come around to him and like him, he fucks it up, you know. And so he's his own worst enemy, definitely. And true, yeah. yeah. And, and she tells him like it is. It's true that that, that she puts it. She, you know, she says it right. You know, mm-hmm. you pull these stunts and fucking, you know, and it's true. Oh, and, and fuck, pretty good. She fucking by far the hottest chick in this movie. That's fucking banana alert right there. I really? Think, See, I go oh, back and oof. forth between because I I do think wow. she's very hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go back and forth between her and then the gal that is, um, the gal that's with the guy who who does the handstand. Uh, oh the, really the, debbie the pregnant chick yeah i think she's yeah, really debbie. hot too i think she doesn't do it for him i think i think chris is even prettier than debbie and i'm not a huge chris fan really see yeah i mean even chris is good looking there's yeah, she's cute yeah, yeah there's definitely good looking chicks in this but yeah i think you're right i'm looking at some pictures now definitely vera yeah she's she, fucking hot in this movie she's the uh banana to peel yeah you're right no doubt and fucking and for her to even take an inkling huh. into shelly is is funny and you know because she's coming around to him in the movie you right and he it. even has a rubber <laughs> <laughs> what is this your rubber yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're, we're talking about characters let's talk about two others that i i don't know how you feel about them but they're essentially the fucking cheech and chong yeah. of of not only this movie but the entire friday series i mean there's yeah there's really no other characters that come along that's like these again, and I don't know their names, but they're the fucking they're, Chuck I mean, and Chili. Now, instead, instead of Cheech and Chong, they're Chuck and Chili. That, oh, oh right? my God! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like blatant, blatant ripoff. Chuck and, and Chili. Yep. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I've smoked a lot of weed back in my time, you know, but uh, for the these guys just the amount that they're going i'm surprised they're awake the entire like give me a fucking you would be passed out the whole time i mean they're open you know they think the van is on fire they think it's on fire but if they're just smoking weed like oh my god you gotta be just burning piles or fucking bags of weed i don't know in order to get that kind of effect you could never that, that that was way too overdone. Yeah, <laughs> but funny. That's one of those silly moments in the film. Yeah, you know? and there they are sitting back there, fucking smoking with big fucking shitting grins on their faces. And they open those fucking doors. They think there's a fire. That's fucking good stuff. That's funny. I like it. You know. I think it is funny, but I think over the length of the movie, it kind of it kind of wears on me, and because I think they're one note 
kind of characters, obviously. Oh yeah, and, they are. And it's like, uh, well, their their whole shtick past that one joke of the van really doesn't play to me. And yeah, they kind of. <laughs> Uh, they kind of wear out their welcome is what I'm trying yeah. to say by the end of it. I'm happy to see them get killed. Uh, well, I kind of like them. You yeah. know, I, 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 I like hippies, man. And, uh, I, and the, you don't see that much of them. It's not overkill. You see them in the, thing, in the beginning, they had the joke, and boy, they ate the fucking weed. If anything was going to put them to sleep, yeah. they fucking ate the weed too, man. <laughs> they should have been passed the fuck out. I, <laughs> they, have, they have probably a fucking... <laughs> a pound of weed and a cop right. is pulling them up and they're thinking between five people that they're going to eat their way through this fucking pound, pound of <laughs> fucking weed. Yeah, that's great. Eat that's it. Ridiculous. Eat yeah, it. Everybody. That yeah. fucking dude. He's, he's, yeah. Oh, he's got fucking, you know, stems in his teeth and he's that dude's just, yeah, eat it. Eat it. Oh my God. Hilarious. That, and that, I like, you know, it's funny, you know, I, but I, not too, it's not too silly. I mean, yeah. I don't, you know what I'm saying? It's not comical the way part six is. It's, it's oh, no, absolutely right. not. Yeah, it, it's it's done right. I mean, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> How about later? I think it's cool because it, it kind of shows like the way a pothead would think. He's afraid to go into the fucking basement <laughs> and he tells her and he's like, you want me to go down there? <laughs> by myself no you say that because he's fucking high and he's bugging out you know I, I could sympathize with that I've been there you know yeah no sure. and she's like be a man man <laughs> you know but you don't see much of him I, I like when the popcorn's popping he's trying to catch it with his fucking mouth and it's coming out of the fucking oh my the god. pan <laughs> it's just oh funny. my god yeah yeah it's it's silly um, yeah it's definitely. silly but I don't think they're overkill because I don't think they have very much screen time that's all yeah yeah, they definitely don't. It just seems weird that they just seem disconnected from the rest of the group. You know what I mean? It's like uh, these are our pothead tagalongs. They just right. come everywhere that we go, and they're <laughs> they're just supplying weed, and they just sit back there and get high, and that's it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like maybe Chuck is fucking you know uh, Debbie's brother or something. You know, like <laughs> it's just one of those things. Oh yeah, we're gonna go up to so and so. Well, we don't have fucking jobs. We're just gonna smoke weed. We'll, we'll go for the ride. Let's go have some fun. Let's go, chili. You know, fucking <laughs> some of that. They they were just kind of thrown into the mix. But you know, yeah, you've exactly. seen that many times in horror movies where you oh, see yeah. people that they're out like out of place. Like, why are these people hanging together? And that's just it's commonplace for fucking these types of movies <clears throat> yep that's true and um yeah so what else do you want to talk about i mean this one they they really do something different i mean I, they do lots of things different but they do one thing different in that one of these characters and we talked about it has met jason before and yeah, that's she interesting she she Tells it to I forget her her boyfriend's name, but he's got a real Rick. fucking yeah Rick yeah fucking douchebag oh god what a fuck right? I mean uh, just how he's dressed and everything just everything fuck that dude and everything that comes out of his mouth I, <laughs> yeah. he's such a fucking ah uh, such yeah. a fucking douchebag that's all I've ever called him yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much but yeah. she she recalls to him this whole story and I really like the scene because you believe uh, her you know she's just like. She's yeah. been afraid to come back here because that time she was attacked. Right. And, you know, she just says that she was attacked. But some people have alluded that she uh, was maybe raped by Jason. I don't I know was if I get ask that. You. 
I, I, was, I used to think that. I, I used to think it. I don't think that at all. I just think that she was another girl in the woods. He, you know, she got too close to where he lived or whatever, and that's when, um, you know, he attacked her with intent to kill her. But that was it. I don't think he was trying to rape her or anything. I mean, they kind of they they show it in flashback, but it's also it's also over the top of of her telling the story. So it's kind of a muddled image, you right. know. And so I don't think that rape was ever involved. You know why I thought it was? I don't now, but I used to think it was because the way she says about her parents. My parents never mentioned it before. That's what she said that, that since it happened. And I, I thought that they, they didn't mention it because it was a taboo thing, that she was raped. Let's never discuss it. You know what I mean? That's that's the only reason I ever thought that. She was like, I came home, and I, I, you know, my father, you know, she tells the whole story, and then her, you know, her parents find her, and she comes in and whatever. And her parents had never mentioned it. But now, so for years, I did think that that uh, it was a rape, and I was surprised that a lot of other people thought it too. So I'm like, okay, so it's not just me. Uh, I, you know, that's that's you know, that's kind of the vibe I got from it too. But nowadays, I don't think that anymore. I think it's since I've become a father and I think things differently. I think that um, they just wouldn't talk about it anyway. Why remind her of the fucking? Uh, mm-hmm. the torment. Even if, just or just to be pursued by that or a killer or whatever, you know, that's enough. If that was my daughter, I wouldn't want to bring it up. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, I mean, you know, uh, any violent act done upon her, you know. So I just think, you know, I agree with you. I don't think it was a rape. I just think that the parents don't want to discuss it, and I don't blame them. You know, no, absolutely not. I mean, she was attacked by a. a, a... A stranger, you know, like fuck, right. dude. You don't bring that shit up unless no. they unless they come to you with it. I mean, let them deal with it, and you, and you hope for the best, and you feel for them. But that's that's a touchy thing. You're not just going to bring up a traumatic incident and mm-hmm. fucking remind her of it. You just, you know, if if she wants to talk to you about it, then I suppose you have to hope that she comes to you. Or you know, if you're a good parent, you always tell your child. You know, you can always tell me anything, and you know, that's that's basically it. So no, I don't think she was raped. Mm-hmm. But I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you if you thought that. But. No, I never thought that until recent years when, you know, uh, when I've met people who, who have said that. And I was like, well, I've never thought that even watching it at, at a younger age, you know. <clears throat> so. Yeah, but I could see why they thought it because I thought it too. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, yeah, now let's talk about some of the kills in this movie. Uh, we hinted at a couple of them, but there there's some pretty unique ones. Clearly they were, they were going off of the uh, – uh, the 3D aspect in some of them, such yeah, as yeah. Uh, the harpoon to the eye on the dock. Yeah, now yeah, that was good. that's his first kill with the mask, and it's it's pretty cool. I I like that scene. I do too. Uh, you know because uh, it, it he just I I don't know. I, I've heard people try to sway me in the other the other direction on it. And, let uh, me ask you why, because it's so obvious that that's not Shelly, because fucking Jason's so much bigger than Shelly? No. Is that it's, the reason? It's his, it's his walk back. It's, he walks out just with, you know, non, it's his whole nonchalant, I don't care, you know, walk. Comes that's out, fine. just shoots her, and then just drops the thing, and then just strolls away, like, up, da up, but up. Like, oh, I'm going to go to the grocery store now. But I love that. <laughs> I love yeah. it because it's so badass. It's like a, he's got, you know, uh, a, a swagger about him, you know? It's just like, yeah, I killed that bitch, you know? I'm yeah. out here. On to the next <laughs> one, you know? 
Uh, he's happy. I, I yeah, I got that. a mask. Yeah. I got a mask again. He's happy. <laughs> yeah. He's feeling good about himself. Motherfucker, check out my new mask. And not only did I change my clothes, check this shit out, man. I'm badass now. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, you know, don't like the fact that you don't really see him acquire. Well, I, I like and I don't. <clears throat> I don't like that you don't see Shelley's demise really, and um. And, but I do like that they don't play up the mask thing, and that's because they didn't realize how iconic it was going to eventually become, you know. Right. But I like that, it, you know. It was something they had a real challenge with in the remake because they knew it was an iconic thing, but they had to introduce it. How do we do that nonchalantly, but still be iconic? You know, it's a it's a tightrope, man. It's it's a tough tightrope. And I'm glad I'm glad it's done the way it is in this movie, and because it's not, you know, at the time it's not that big of a deal. It's just like I got a mask, I can sh- I can be seen. I don't have to hide behind shit now in the barn, essentially. Right. Which is why he was just hiding in the barn the whole time is because he's essentially a frightened boy. You know, he doesn't want to show his face to, right? You know, to all these people because he's scared because he knows he's deformed, right? And it wasn't that's until true. he got the mask, and that's when he first stepped out. You're right. And, and, yeah. And so, yeah, I just really like that. Even though, uh, I I don't I don't praise the movie just because of the mask or just no. because of the 3D or anything like that. I like huh. the movie overall. Uh, right. Same here. You know, it has nothing to do with oh, it's where he got the mask. That's why I love it. No, yeah, it's just it. it's just an added bonus. I mean, at the time that I watched this movie for the first time, I had no idea that the hockey mask was going to be iconic. I just thought it was cool for this movie. Right. I had zero idea that it was going to go on to be on every single poster and <laughs> and to be more well-known than for hockey. You know what I mean? It's more well-known for fucking Jason Voorhees and Friday the 13th than it is for fucking uh, a, a goalie, you know, right. a classic goalie. So it's super True. iconic. But at the time of watching Friday 3, as a kid, I had no fucking idea. So I definitely don't pray, you know, uh, put this movie on a pedestal because of that. No, there's nothing to do with that. And, you know, especially with, you know, us and many others being a bigger fan of the sack, why would we fucking... Right. Crazy because mm-hmm. of the mask, you know, it wouldn't make sense. And I, I, I wish we could have seen Shelley got killed because, like I said, he annoyed me. But in a way, I guess it wouldn't have worked as well because if they would have showed him get killed, then what are they just going to show him pick up the mask? It might not have worked so well. So it, it was kind of cool that he just strolled out with it on. <clears throat> now we know that it's him, obviously. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can see why you know they're going to make it so Vera doesn't because it works for the for the gag. It, it, you know, I understand it's she thinks it's him and it it's more effective that way. So. That's yeah, cool. Maybe but, because she was so far away and, and yeah. you know, she, the, the white was kind of blinding. I don't know. Right, but that's okay. It makes for an effective kill. It, it's it's it, it adds to that kill. If he just would have walked out and, you know, she would have maybe turned real quick and run and he happened to fucking get her dead eye in the back of the head or something, maybe mm-hmm. that could have been cool too. But it was kind of it was kind of cool that she's you know, thought it was him. What are you doing? And then, boof, you know, then she falls back and it's cool. So I guess that's the only reason that uh, I'm okay with not seeing Shelly get killed. I wanted to see him get killed. Him and fucking Rick more than anybody. Oh, yeah, and Rick, his fucking kill is... I mean, what you, you touched upon earlier, it's a little goofy because yeah. you see the string or whatever. It's too bad. It's like that coil, yeah. But 
it's, it's still pretty cool. cool because it's it, the ambition it has. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, now Jason, you know, is this fucking huge mass of a guy who can crush right. someone's head with his hands. Before, he right. could never do that. But now he's more of a monster. You know, he's less of a human. He's more of a monster. And uh, I think that goes hand in hand with uh, the whole making him bald thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, in that he he needs to be more grotesque even than he was before in, in the previous movies. <clears throat> True. I, Conceptually, I think, it's a great idea. Yeah. You're crushing somebody's head in this. It's great because at that time, you hadn't really seen anybody get whacked in that manner. And, and really, I don't know, I can't think of any horror movies where no. the killer is that strong until this one came out. Right, where he exactly, kills somebody yeah. with his bare hands. And, mm-hmm. you know, if it wasn't 3D... So be it. Maybe they could have had the eyes pop out a little bit or blood come out and then he's fucking – or have the face crush in like they did and then he drops. That would have been cool. It's unfortunate that you see that coil come out in the back of the eye for the 3D effect. But all in all, you know, a good concept for a kill and, and yeah. to showcase his strength. Yeah, and and speaking of eyeballs, the fucking Ralph knockoff at the beginning of the flick <laughs> – uh, when, he's just laying. Uh, this is another goof. He's sleeping in the street, and they're like, "Is he dead? <laughs> yeah. Is he dead?" And he fucking gets up. Mm-hmm. He starts fucking babbling on, and he's. They're like, "What the hell is that? It's an eyeball!" Like yeah. he's, he's holding this fucking eyeball up to the screen. I I love that whole interaction. It's so goofy. Like it is right. You know it. It's it's clearly a, a crazy Ralph knockoff, which right. I find. I find humorous within itself, you know. Sure. They never tried to do uh, that style of character after this, and, and thank goodness. Yeah, they did. Part they, 8, that they, fucking abortion. Oh, yeah, you're right. 100%. Oh, 100%. Oh, I forgot. I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, but still. But it was still cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But can you imagine if they tried <laughs> to do that in every single movie? Well, oh. where's the old guy who's going to tell us that we're all going to die soon? Yeah, like it's fucking Scooby-Doo or something. And, and that you know? this is his woods. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah fuck bitch. Oh, God. It's, it's funny, though. I have warned thee. Yeah. I have warned thee. And he yeah. holds it up in the... Do you think that was Jason's eye? Uh, no, that never occurred to me. He's got both of his eyes, doesn't he? Jason? Yeah. How the fuck does he have both eyes? What are you does talking he really? about? Yeah, one's just like off to the side. He's got both eyes. You're crazy. What's oh, he... yeah, you're right. It's not out. Yeah, right. he, yeah, he's not missing an eye. <laughs> I'm yeah. fucked up. When I was a kid, I used to think it was Jason's eye. That's why. Oh, I was... okay. My answer was going to be no, regardless. But I just, <laughs> for one second, I forgot that he did have both eyes. But yeah. the other one's just like swollen shut or whatever. It's just not there. Yeah. They're now, the now those eyes will change continuity yeah. throughout the series. They'll move and one will be, yeah, whatever. But right, that's, right. Just, that's just another one of those things. It's funny how... Uh, you know, we open this conversation with your story and then the ending and how I felt, and I think you did too, that there was some a couple of really terrifying moments uh, uh, huh. uh, with Jason in this movie. But for the almost the rest of the movie, we're, we're joking about it. We're laughing way more about this movie than we did uh, the previous uh, two uh, movies, definitely. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. right. The mm-hmm. atmosphere was different. We yeah. didn't touch upon that. It's not Crystal Lake anymore. 
and it's not the same atmosphere. Granted, they use the same music, and it it held on to some of that, which you know I still like the movie because of it. But right, definitely different. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely different. And uh, yeah, a lot of people call this uh, Friday the Thirteenth the Barn or something like that. I've heard people call it that. The barn, uh, oh, just, yeah, because he hides out in the barn yeah. for the first half of the movie, but uh, that never really bothered me. I kind of like the whole barn aspect, you know. I grew up on a farm for a few years of my life, and so <laughs> uh, hmm. I, I, I've I've hung around haystacks and climbed those kind of ladders and and dodged pitchforks and stuff like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a good kill, by the way. The fucking pitchfork and uh, to fucking to fox. Yeah, that's another one of those things where it's like the throat slash. You know, it's like you can just feel that for some reason. Yeah, happening to your throat. I, I don't know what it is. You know, it's just uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like a basic fear that I have about my throat. I have no idea. But yeah, that definitely works. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's cool though. I can see that you spending time on the barn and and, and you know whatnot being there. How how, how you know you mm-hmm. could how this would speak to you a little bit, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I always like that cool. part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now, uh, what is uh, your favorite, um, what's your banana spoiler this flick? Because uh, uh, we haven't, we talked a little bit about it, but we haven't said specifically what our favorites are. Yeah, well, the banana split is, it, it, it is just that. It is a split. It's one fucking, <laughs> <laughs> when Andy is fucking splitting two by fucking Jason, you know, Dude, when he's doing the handstand thing, it's mine badass. too. That is yeah. a fucking badass moment in this because, yep. yeah, when he look, his head flips up and that shot of Jason with his hands over his fucking head holding that, mm-hmm. you, what would you do? You would, Ooh. oh my god! I try you, to kick him. I guess if I'm if I'm doing a handstand, a donkey fucking kick, you will kick and run. <laughs> you donkey <laughs> punch him. <laughs> it's just oh he's in he's in like the most vulnerable position and and has the most vulnerable spot of his body kind of wide open you know in the crotch and shit uh yeah, yeah that's definitely my banana split too i fucking uh, i i love that it, it's so much fun just uh anytime a movie splits someone in half right oh, kudos to them man great stuff uh, absolutely yeah that's good shit yep. yeah so um yeah i mean <laughs> now here's the here's something else i want to ask you is have you ever had sex in a hammock <laughs> <laughs> no, no no seems impossible food, right? i'd like to try just to see oh god you know? no you wouldn't i've now i haven't done that but i have uh uh tried i would say to have sex in a waterbed and that's probably about as successful i would think as the whole hammock thing well i don't know maybe the hammock if if you're on the bottom and she's doing all the work she can hold on to the sides and and, and you know if she really knows how to do shit she can, <laughs> she can put it on you man if she's an acrobat or an, an <laughs> a- aerialist you know uh <laughs> fucking <laughs> you know spinning on the ropes you know hanging out off the ceiling or something but whoever's on top is, is the one that's going to control the flow of the situation and if you're a guy honestly you can still have sex on the hammock if your legs are long enough and have your feet on the ground yeah, well, if you're a guy, you can have sex, you know, anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, 
Yeah, you're going to try to. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, we'll be fine right here. This is a closet. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. We'll get the, <laughs> let's do this. We'll get this done. There's a hanger in my ass. No, that's fine. It's all part of, all part of the atmosphere. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> but it might work. I'm curious solely because of this movie in the Sex on the Hammock. I've yes. always, you know what? I haven't really been around too many hammocks. Yeah, me neither. But someone, please let us know who has had sex on a hammock. Yes. And was it successful? Uh, and please tell me you have it on video and send it to us at <laughs> yeah, bananawazer at gmail dot com. Please. There you go. Let yeah, us know. right on. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about uh, another thing that uh, you touched upon at the beginning was that the the they they do the shock ending again, and yep, and. Uh, this one I'm kind of polarized on because I still love it, you know, because I like this movie, but at the same time, it makes, it makes less sense than any of the other jump scares that they've done because it's his mother coming out of the water. It looks fucking scary as shit. Her look is crazy. She's got the sweater on her fucking face is like nowhere you know she's got fucking worms hanging off her fucking oh yeah looks great but it's like wait a minute wasn't her head cut off in the (laughs) first movie hang on a second and then she just pulls chris under and then that's the end right there's not another uh well no there's a famous after sequence there is the others and yeah, remember, and they're they're pulling her away, and she they put her in the stretcher, and they put her in the fucking. Oh yeah, they do have that in this movie. Yeah, yeah. like the same thing they do in part two. Okay, yeah. so but anyways, so okay, so it's definitely a dream. Yeah, there's no question about it. Uh, this time, you know, she true. She she couldn't have been even if she was alive somehow a zombie mother. What does she do? Super glue or staple her head back on or something like that. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so that that, <laughs> but, that that element clearly makes it a dream. It makes no sense that it was a dream, and that's the problem because she has no fucking idea who Jason Voorhees exactly. is. Exactly. Therefore, how does she even think about Jason Voorhees' mother? Exactly. Like, to even get it down to the like the sweater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She has no idea who these people are, who this guy chasing her is, except she had the encounter with them. So now if she had a backstory on him, then it would make sense. If it was fucking Ginny and she had come back for part three, whatever, you know, then that would make sense. Even if it was a dream because it's the mother. She knew about the mother or, or you know, whatever. Maybe not even Ginny because she didn't know about her mother, but still, right. whatever. It would have made a little more sense than this. But I still like it because, once again, going back to the first time I saw it, how fucking much it was just one thing after another and yes. how much it fucking impressed me and scared me at the same time. Yes, that, so, that final chase worked so well, in my opinion. Yeah. And that was just kind of like uh, another bullet point on the end of yeah. it. You know? It's formulaic. It, yeah, bleh, I can't talk. It's <laughs> formulaic <laughs> or whatever the fuck, whatever the word is. It's the formula yeah. that, they're, that, they're, that they used in part one and part two. So naturally they had success. We're going to do it once again with part three. Uh, not as creative and doesn't make, you know, nearly as much sense. Not that the first two made all that much sense to begin with, but no, still, but, this but, is a further cry from that. You but know? let's say we were writing that part. Let's say the entire movie exists as it is up until that moment. What would you have done? You know, it's like I, I can't think of any other way to have done that style of scare. You know, because they you just wanted to do this. You know, the same thing, keep the formula. 
you know, would you have Jason come out? Would you have him come out as a kid again? I mean, would you have Crazy Ralph come out? Maybe that would work. (laughs) Fuck, who knows, you know? I hear you. Yeah. How about the barn scene that was cut when she got beheaded? That could have been the dream sequence. Uh, What's that? Oh, you didn't know about that? No, I don't. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen any deleted footage or anything like that from. This I movie. haven't seen it. I've seen a photograph of it, and I've seen like a, a slow mo thing on YouTube where they where they put three or four shots together, and there's a, G, a dream sequence where Jason uh-huh. fucking cuts Chris's head off right in the barn, holds up the fucking head and everything, and it was a dream sequence which was uh, eventually they 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 scrapped it and they went they did the other thing instead, and huh. you know maybe we'll see it on Crystal Lake Memories. I don't know, uh, but I'll tell you. They did enough when they had Jason in the window with the bloody face. That was a dream sequence. So they went from one dream sequence to another, you know. Yeah. But it, it was still scary. Remember how the boat hits the thing and the, the noise it makes and, and the birds fly off, fly off? There's something scary about that because it's early in the morning and she's mm-hmm. all alone. And you just – there's just like a – there's a, there's like just like a creep factor to that. It's just that, that, that one part. There, there is, but it's not like a – it's not like a bullet point like – like Jason coming out of the water or going through the oh, window, God, you know, no, it's no. definitely scary. But it's not like a, a fucking uh, a hurrah moment. You know what I mean? Right. It, it's, it's, no, it's, it's not. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, uh, like it, love it, whatever. Uh, I I like. I still like that. The fact that it's Mrs. Voorhees coming out. I mean, yeah. I don't know what else you would have done, <clears throat> but it, it doesn't really make sense. But at the same time, there's tons of stuff. And in these movies that haven't made sense, but they're still fun. They're still yep. enjoyable. It's still well made for the most part. So you know, I still go along with it. Yes, and this is a fun movie, and that's the bottom line. Is mm-hmm. that no? Sadly, it's not part one and part two. No, uh, it's a different tone, but it isn't that great a departure from part one and two. It's not you know nowhere near fucking what comes later. And right. it still has good elements on it, and it's fun. Like I said, it's a movie, and we had fun talking about it, so the things that happened. You brought it up before. You know, there's 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 more stuff to laugh at and laugh with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a fun horror movie, but it, not fun in a way like Part 6 was intended to be or how you feel Freddy vs. Jason is. Right. But it's just, mm-hmm. you know, I enjoy the movie. Yeah. And, no, I do too. I would, uh, if we're going to rate this, and we are, <laughs> I, I, I'd i give this uh, a four. Um, I still really like this movie. Uh, I can't, I mean, I would say I love this movie, but I can't, I can't give it the same number no. that I would as one, two. Uh, I can't give it a five, even though I do love the movie. I'll give it a four. I'll say I really like it. Yeah, once again, I'm in complete agreement. Four, no yeah. question about it. Four is a perfect rating for this film. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even with all its flaws, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, maybe it's just nostalgia. You know, who knows? But I don't give a shit. Uh, th- there's a lot of great stuff in this movie. So, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. four. Yep, for sure. <clears throat> all right, so uh, moving on from the third dimension, let's go into the fourth with uh, – <laughs> Friday the 13th, not part four, but the final chapter. Jason is back. Three times before. Sorry to change your mind. You have felt the terror, known the madness, lived the horror. But this is the one you've been screaming for. 
Because Friday, April 13th, will be Jason's unlucky day. Friday the 13th, the final chapter, rated R. Now showing at a theater near you. Yeah, the yeah. final chapter. Too final. bad it wasn't. <laughs> Too bad it wasn't. I don't know, man. Okay, so if would you be satisfied 100% if you didn't get any of the other sequels? I know we've talked down upon a lot of the sequels and how uh, they're not really as good, but there's... There's a lot of things, at least for me, that I enjoy about those sequels. And they kind of add to uh, the watching of of the previous sequels. And even though I may not recommend those movies or rate them very highly, uh, I'm glad that the series continued and persevered, even though they killed Jason, quote-unquote. No, I hear you on... The enjoyment of, of of some of the of some of the sequels, and you know, you know, there's been good and there's been bad, and I love the the franchise, but I do believe that if the final chapter truly was the final chapter, then this, I mean, in, in my in our, you know, we we're in agreement, but I would have to say that worldwide, there'd be no disputing what the best franchise of all time is. If yeah. the final chapter mm-hmm. was the final chapter. That would make these four movies that much more iconic. Mm-hmm. People would say, Friday the 13th, they did it. They had the final chapter. They killed them off, and that was the end. It would be looked back upon much more untarnished than it is. Like now it's, you know, Jason, sure, the character's iconic and everything else. And, yeah, some of the sequels are fun, and I enjoy them. But, um, you know, uh, it, it wouldn't be perceived as so much of a joke as it is by the general public. If like these just four movies were, came out and four was the final chapter and that was the end, people would say, you know, it'd be like looking back on something else, like like yeah. the way I feel about the Juwan series. There's four of those, and you know, then they had other shit that came after, so that that's tarnished too. But it, just in general, yeah. it, it would be held in higher regard by everybody, and it would make my love for the movies, these four, even even stronger if possible. Yeah, I understand what you you're saying, and that makes one hundred percent sense. Uh, it's unfortunate that that will absolutely never happen in any series of film because money no. money talks and yes, sir. and you know they're out to make money they'll bleed anything dry mm-hmm. and everything will always pretty much always end on a more sour note than what it started out on and that's unfortunate yeah, yeah. Um, you know I compare it to Halloween one. Halloween 1, there was a couple things. I, I do enjoy Halloween 2. But if Halloween 1 would have been a standalone film and the fucking the movie would have ended there, he's gone, the breathing, the fucking credits roll, brilliant, fucking incredible. If there never would have been another Halloween made, that movie, if possible, would be, be even held in higher regard. That's an, I, I wish there just would have been one Halloween because I would. Uh, uh, if it's possible, like I said, if it's possible to love it even more, I guess I, I, I could, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Leave it at that. Same thing with Saw. Saw one, and you know, there's a couple more like that. But specifically, Halloween one, and, and Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. If that would have been it, then you know, horror movies, maybe even in general, the way they're perceived now, especially eighties, they may not be perceived as the joke that they are by the general public. Yeah, yeah, you know? I definitely get that. Um, yeah, but uh, I mean, they did go on, you know. Uh, but that doesn't mean 
uh, that even though they went on and, and may have tarnished uh, the character, that doesn't mean that this movie isn't one of the best oh. out of the series. Of and And it is definitely the best uh, of the uh, the hockey mask style of Jason. Um, oh, yeah. I do... I'll say it right now. I do think part two is a better movie, and yes. I'll watch that more often. Um, but uh, out of this style of Jason, uh, this is clearly the best. This movie is seems like it's done by actual <laughs> actual filmmakers. I hate to say that, but the look of the movie, yeah. uh, the the opening of the movie, the the use of the camera work. And all that stuff. The special effects, Savini's back on. It seems yeah. like a real fucking movie at this point. And man, did they succeed. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Technically, what you're saying, 100%. They succeeded in several ways, but that's something else that I wasn't even thinking of. Um, but yeah, technically, it's definitely the the finest piece of the, of the franchise. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this movie, like we talked about, picks up right when three left off and you know uh, uh i gotta say people always talk about zombie jason and how he's not a zombie till part six but it's like this this dude gets picked up and goes to the morgue i mean <laughs> he gets a fucking axe to the head now don't get me wrong people have been known to survive th- these kinds of injuries but he gets picked up I mean, they check your pulse right there. You know, <laughs> right. he gets picked up and taken to the morgue. This guy is dead. Okay. Right. Yeah, you know, he's dead. Nobody, everybody talks about zombie Jason and, and how that started in six. And it's like, I I think it started maybe even in part three, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. Because uh, yeah. I think he would have bled out right then. But, you know, that's just one of those one of those unexplained things really it's like there's no need to really talk about why he comes back maybe it's just his his will to uh find his mother or reconnect or or, or punish people or something like that it's just never discussed and really <laughs> you, you, you don't feel like there's a need to right you know it's like you just you just accept him as who he is you know he's now becoming really the star of these movies uh, with, with this movie specifically, I think. And so you just want to see him do his thing no matter how he gets to do it. You know what I That's mean? That's for sure. Yeah. And the funny thing, they tried to explain it in fucking in Jason Goes to Hell. Hate to say it, but they oh, tried to. God, of course, yeah, they it's... failed on every level, yeah, but they, they tried to explain it. And if you want to say zombie Jason and, and say that, you could say that from day one. You could say that from, if exactly. He drowned in if he drowned, Lake, yes, exactly. Okay? That he's been zombified since fucking he first died. Exactly. I like that. I like that idea, and that he actually drowned then, but he, uh, uh, the uh, vengeance. You know, it's like the crow or something. Something <laughs> brought him back. And, right. and and to to set the wrong things right, you know what the fuck, and uh, and so I, I like that idea because that explains why he can get a fucking machete in part two, an axe in part three, get hacked to bits in part four, get buried and still come back to life, you know, 
and all that shit. I, so I, I, when I watch these movies, I go with that explanation that he actually drowned, and his mother thought he drowned, but somehow, in spirit or you know even in physicality, you know he he carried on, kind of Victor Crowley style. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he did, and and you know, what can you do? Sure, it's ridiculous that they they check his pulse. And you know, <laughs> you assume, and they take him to the hospital. But in the, in the same respect, I'm glad they did it. I love the way he comes out, and it's fucking, you know, it's fantastic. You know, of course, it's you know, it's not realistic in the slightest. But <laughs> no, look at what you're watching. You got yeah, exactly. Put it into perspective, right? And uh, you know, there's a. Uh, uh, I think the guys on the skeleton crew talked about this in their retrospective. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out their, their their run of shows on Friday Thirteenth, you must go check that out because it's some great shit. But oh, yeah. um, <laughs> in in the opening, when the cops are there and the paramedics are there, uh, the cops are picking up the uh, the axe and they put it <laughs> they put the axe in the smallest Ziploc baggie <laughs> available. It's like literally just the blade fits in this bag. <laughs> And the rest of it's hanging. This is a piece of evidence. And right. these fucking clowns are just fucking it all up, man. I fucking crack up every time I see that now. You know, they, they just weren't thinking about it. You know, yeah, I never thought about then, it. But, oh, it yeah. never even resonated with me that that was strange. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. It, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's, it's, just, it's just Crystal Lake cops. They're a fucking, you know, they're some <laughs> bumfuck town. You know, it isn't like New York City police. It's not New York's finest. It's fucking, uh, you know, a couple yeah. of fucking jabronis that fucking are hanging. They live in Crystal Lake. You know? the, the cops in New York are so busy dealing with all the junkies living oh, right. in the fucking streets and in the alleyways because right. there's so many alleyways in New York where these guys yes. live and shit. Yeah, Welcome they... to New York, you know? <laughs> Oh, You're being chased by a maniac. Yeah, that happens every block. Whatever. <laughs> the cops got their hands full here. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But yeah, that that is pretty funny. That that's overlooked and <laughs> the whole thing yeah. <laughs> and how he's treated when he's in there. How about the fucking Axel eating the fucking sandwich over him? You know. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy. Okay, now <laughs> that guy. He's such a sleazeball. He reminds me of the right. guy from Halloween too. Uh, who's singing the 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 song about? Uh, oh yeah, the the, the, the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I need your pie. The dirty right. limerick guy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> he he he's like he's got to be a brother to that dude or something because they both work in a hospital. They're both fucking sleazy and uh, yeah. This guy yeah. he's eating. And they both get hot chicks. Yeah. What the fuck? Right. Yeah. <laughs> especially get... especially this guy in in Friday Four. It's like yes. no way is he scoring this kind of chick. Oh, no, no way. Right. But he's eating a sandwich and he puts it on the body. And I don't know if you picked up on this, but I. He moves? No, 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 no. But we'll talk about that. I, this is. <laughs> it seems like so many people dealing with dead bodies in movies, not just horror movies, are right. always like eating food and they're just so comfortable you know because they deal with it all the time it's like well it's lunchtime i'm just gonna you know eat around this dead body i and they're always putting food on them and fucking just a mess and i always find that humorous and this and this movie friday four was the first time that uh i'd ever made note of that or noticed it 
<laughs> That's funny. Never thought about that. That yeah. they, you're right. It has happened in several horror movies with fucking uh, people that work there and being around dead bodies and eating. Yeah. And that's weird. Another fucking trend, particularly in 80s horror, that yeah. that happens. Yeah. Yeah, but you uh, talked about Jason moving. I I don't think I've ever noticed it. I mean, people will talk about it like, oh, he's still alive. You see him move, this, that, and the other. It's like, I don't, I think it was so subtle that I never see it. I think it was, but yep. I, I, maybe I'm, uh, you know, maybe I'm fooling myself into thinking that I, that I see some movement. <laughs> yeah, if you stare at something uh, for right. long enough, it's gonna move. Yeah, maybe right. that's it. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that is it. Uh, <laughs> but it, to me, it it always did appear that there was the slightest bit of movement there. Yeah. But you know, I'm you know I'm gonna fucking watch it tonight anyway. My wife's never seen it, so ah, sweet. yes, there and I go. was shocked. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Well. Next time I watch a movie, this is the one. So you don't have to give me a reason to watch this movie. That's it. You <laughs> nice. know? So I'll yeah. be looking at there with fucking bated breath. Is there a movement? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Slow-mo. You know? <laughs> oh, I'm going to see. I think he's getting a boner under that sheet. <laughs> he's he's listening to that workout video. He's getting a oh, boy. The fucking 20-minute workout. You remember that show? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no? Is that what oh. he's watching? Uh-huh, my fucking, yes. The, when I was a kid, my mother and my aunts and her friends and that, that's what, they used to watch this shit, the 20-minute workout. Yep, uh, that's what Jesus it was. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, it, it, okay, so this guy gets the fucking bone saw to the throat, right? And Welcome back, Tom Savini. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. The, yeah, the kills in Thank this you. are just... Are, are great, and the effects yeah. are wonderful, and I love this... Uh, I love this scene particularly, and I've talked about this before. It's something so stupid, but for some reason, it just makes Jason seem so uh, 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 creepy. And that is his fingernails are yeah. so fucking dirty, and just like like it seems like he's been digging holes with his <laughs> hands or something. Yeah, the, part the, it's it's for the remake. He's digging those tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> See. <laughs> It's all go. connected. Yes, it can be done. He did yeah. it with his bare hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I always love that little added uh, uh, bonus to his look. You know, um, so I agree, and it's 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 true to life. If anything, that of course the fucking guy's not showering. What's yeah, he, no, he's he, fucking. You know, he's gonna be dirty shack. as fuck. Yeah. Right. right, he's gonna be dirty as fuck. He's gonna be fucking. You know, it's gonna smell like shit. Probably, he's gonna fucking be dirty. He's gonna. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's fucking dirty and grimy and is 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 fucking disgusting as you can make a human being. And you know what? Good. A killer should fucking look that way and whatever. Yeah, right, exactly. What the fuck? Yeah. What is this? You know, fucking American psycho walking around and fucking <laughs> as much as I love that movie, you know, you're not gonna have fucking guys dressed up in fucking suit and ties whacking people. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Shit. So yeah, and and this movie does something that I know you dislike. Uh but mm. it, it does it in a way that the last movie failed upon, whereas it puts somebody in the movie that is supposed to be our point of view. Because I think by this time they make this movie, they realize who their audience is. And that's that's young kids. You know what I mean? It's like, um, sure, it's older people too, but the kind of 
people that really gravitate towards this are going to be, you know, mostly the younger crowd. And then they introduce Tommy Jarvis. And he's a kid who can, I mean, I wanted to be Tommy Jarvis. Are you kidding me? One, he's got a smoking hot sister. Yeah. He's got a fucking not too bad looking of a mother. And uh, and he can make these fucking crazy masks. Like, yeah, I don't know great. about you. I tried to do shit like this when I was younger, making masks out yeah. of paper mache and just whatever I could do. Yep. Never in my life would I ever be able to do this kind of stuff. And he's doing it at fucking, what is he, 12 years old? Crazy. Yeah. I mean, we all know it was really Tom Savini, but, you know. Right. And uh, this is the tribute to him. That's why they named him Tommy. He was, he was supposed to be modeled uh, after Tom Savini. Oh real! I never made that connection. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, it wasn't. Huh. I either saw that in the uh, in the documentary that his name is Jason, or I read it in the uh, the Crystal Lake Memories. But huh. he was modeled okay. to be, you know, a young Tom Savini. It was like tribute tributing him. That's cool. So, I, I just always thought it was like supposed to be us. You know, it's like, yeah, uh, right. he, he's a young boy. You know, he's into horror and all this cool stuff, and uh, so, yeah. That that's 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 what I always took it as. But now you said before that you do not like kids in horror movies. Uh, yet it seems like you like this movie. Now, what's your take on Corey Feldman uh, uh, being in this flick as the young Tommy Jarvis? Well, this is the one that started that whole trend with yeah. having a kid mm-hmm. in the movie, and they did it for fucking three straight movies. Now, Tommy Jarvis, uh, I like him. I like Fel- Feldman's. You know, portrayal in the role in in that situation, but I just think that it takes away, even though ultimately it leads to his demise, which is cool, and I understand. It makes the chase scene a little less scary to me because it's two people again. It, yeah. It's a, a child, it's Trish and Tommy, and that to me it would be a lot scarier if it was just Trish on her own. That's what I'm saying. I don't. That was the problem with Corey Feldman was you know integral to the plot all the way through uh, Tommy Jarvis. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. so I understand that it was just one kid and it was kind of cool. Cause you're seeing things through his eyes and how excited he gets when he sees the fucking, the girl in the next room. <laughs> yeah. And then how, cause that totally reminds me of it. Probably not just me, all of us. Oh yeah. Hate, absolutely. Fucking raging hormones. And mm-hmm. you would act that way. You'd be that excited to see that. You're like, Oh my God, this is too good to be true. And he's jumping up and down in the bed with fucking joy. You know? <laughs> yeah. You, He's at that age, and it's great. And then when he goes to the thing and he sees the, uh, you know, the people skinny dipping and how happy he is, you know, we can relate to that. And he's not an annoying kid. He's not like fucking, you know, the kids in six, the the one in particular, and you know, Reggie the Reckless, who was just kind of thrown in. You know, he's integral to the plot. But so I do, I like him being in the movie, but. I think it takes away in the end with, with the scare factor. I think it would have yeah. been scarier with Trish on her own. So I, I agree because by, I mean by identifying with Tommy so much, I and and she's there at the end, but I kind of don't even focus on her. I'm more drawn into what Tommy's doing, you know. And right. if he wasn't there, it would be, yeah, it would be much more engaging, I think, because yeah. you know that they're not going to kill a kid. I mean, nowadays Correct. they might do that. You know, they do a lot of different things these days. But it, back then, I mean, they just they just didn't kill kids in movies, so you de- never felt fear or feel fearful for them that something was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's just it. Yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> 
I, I, the first time I saw this movie, this movie is special to me because this was the first one I saw in the theater on opening night. And I was psyched because, as I told you at the beginning of part three, the story of, you know, me getting into the series and in horror, part three, I see it on fucking HBO. I go out, I rent part one and two, and I'm watching one, two, and three religiously very shortly after that because it had already, it had already come to HBO. So you know that it was, you know, it had been released, you know, a, a year before. So, very shortly after that, it's announced that the final chapter's coming out. Holy fuck, that's probably all I talked about for fucking months. Friday the 13th of I can't wait, and, uh, and fucking I went, and, um, you know, it was the first one I saw in the theater, and what an experience, because everything since then, I didn't have nearly as much fun. When you're watching this movie, opening night, back then, and every time somebody dies, the crowd's applauding. And when Jason makes his return, the, the crowd's uh, applauding. Everybody, you're so wrapped up into it. It's fucking, it's it, it's nostalgia, and it's just, you know, now it's nostalgia. But at the time, it's you, you feel like you're part of something bigger, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, of course, I was still younger, and those other older kids, and they're running the show. And of course, you know, you're a young, impressionable, fourteen, fifteen year old, and you see, you know, nineteen, twenty year olds are the cool kids. You know, and, and they're all into it the same way as you are, and you know, everyone's cheering every time someone's getting whacked, and and then the ending, you know, when he gets the TV smashed on his head, and when finally he gets killed, and everybody's cheering for that too. Uh, it was just, uh, I could probably say it's the best fun I've ever had in a movie to this day. So wow, ah, yeah, oh, it was tremendous. They don't act that way at the movies anymore. It's not even close. Um, yeah, you so, know, if you ever go to like. Um... Uh, uh, like early screenings of films, uh, those styles of, of of viewings can be kind of fun like that because uh, that's really the fan. You know, it, it's going to be the fan of that movie. You know, it's like they they might not have seen it before. It's an early screening, but they know what they're getting into. And so those kind of uh, movies or screenings rather uh, always kind of come with a crowd that is more interactive and is cheering and stuff like that and, and really engaged in the movie. So if you ever get a chance to go any stuff like that, I recommend it. Um, uh, believe me, I will. Absolutely. Yeah. If I do, there's no question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it isn't like it used to be. Uh, yeah, I, sure. Going to see movies now, I had fun with part with the, the remake and a little fun with Freddy vs. Jason when they came out. But it just, it was fun. But, you know, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, man, it it isn't like it used to be. The 80s yeah. and everyone was, it was just a different atmosphere just with everything. Everything in general, life period, you know. And then going to this at that age and in the middle in in the midst of its popularity knowing it's the final chapter and fuck it's just yeah it's the best time i've had in a movie and so granted the movie's great anyway but it's always special to me for that you know mm-hmm. yeah that's good man i wish i could have had that experience as well but i didn't you know shit i mean i wasn't <laughs> able to go see this kind of stuff in theaters for a long time unfortunately so, well yeah understood yeah. right I mean, but you're an old man, you know, so... <laughs> I know, so that, that's the trade-off. There you go. I got ages. I got fucking years on you, see? <laughs> so, you know, you're experiencing great things, but now, you know, now look at me. <laughs> I'm all old, old and broken down, living on the fucking... Clutching the memories of the past. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. <laughs> one, uh, one thing that this movie did differently and uh, was, was introduce some characters who, uh, who were actually kind of... I mean, the last movie, I guess they were fun to watch, you know, and stuff like that. But this movie with, like, 
with like the dueling cabins, you know, you got the family in one cabin and then you right. got the party house in the yep. other cabin. And, and that's truly what those kids are there to do. And with that, you get a bunch of, uh, uh, a bunch of funny characters, if nothing else. I mean, uh, <laughs> fucking George McFly, that dude, <laughs> when they introduce yeah. him and, and the other dude, in the back Ted of the car. Ted and fucking Jimmy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ted. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ted and Jimmy. Oh, man. There's, their whole back and forth is just... I, yeah. I love it. It's some great shit. It and, is great. You feel like you're there with them. You really relate to these characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? That's the atmosphere of this movie. That's the best part of this movie, I think, uh, really is the interaction with these characters. It's the best crop. There's part, there's part two and there's this. And I like I like part two a lot, but this is um, for whatever reason it just seems like they're having more fun in this movie, and just the banter between them and everything else. It's just you know, it's so much fun. It's just fun to watch it for that reason. You know, yeah. it's one of the one of the great things about this movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the fact that uh, <laughs> what's his name? What's George McFly's name? Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, when he's he's willing to take. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's not really sloppy seconds, but he's clear, <laughs> the gal was clearly moving down the list of, well, he doesn't want to fuck me. He doesn't want to fuck me. I guess I'll fuck this guy over here. And he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, but she was hot. I would have done yeah. the same thing. I mean, you know, like, at, I mean, when you're at that age, it's like, who gives a fuck, man? Right. <laughs> you know, you're you're not looking for... For anything and a score is a score you know it's not right. like it's not like she just went and banged a couple guys so she doesn't like you as much you're still gonna stick it in you know like who Fuck cares yeah, yeah exactly. and he's trying to get over his situation with the ex and now his buddy's fucking busting his ball so <laughs> yeah you know happy he is after with the underwear and that come on that's fucking great you know oh my god and she is hot oh yeah yeah that's she, that to me that's, that's tina right uh, I don't, I don't remember. I think it's Tina. Camilla Moore is the one that plays him. I remember her, and she's the fucking banana. That's I'm, that's the one I'm gonna peel. Oh yeah, me too. Definitely, yeah. I'm peeling that banana. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you know, I might take uh, what's her name, Trish, as as yep. seconds. You know, definitely, yep. she's second. But yeah, yeah, that girl. Yeah, I'm taking her. Even though she's a twin, we have her her fucking twin. <laughs> lower than fucking uh, <laughs> another girl. Isn't that weird? Who would think well, that? She got just... a hot girl. Oh, she has a twin sister, but you're going to take another girl over her. <laughs> hey, hey, they it's might funny. they might not I agree. be totally identical. You know what I mean? So, Right, yeah. I mean, they, they there is a slight difference. Obviously, yeah. that, that's why we chose. Right, that, that's yeah. why we made the list the way we did. But it's just, you know, it's just funny that we would list them that way. But <laughs> yeah, <we do. laughs> exactly. Um, so... <laughs> yeah, uh, there's um, man. What else to talk about? I mean, you got the obligatory uh, dance scene that kind of fucking. It seems to be wildly out of nowhere, but it's right. it's just one of those things that you can't help but fucking laugh at. You know, He's, oh, it's that that dude is so awkward, and and uh, it, it just works so well. It's just so fucking goofy. It's great. You know that it was fucking, you know, it was all impromptu by him, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. which I totally believe because yeah. that guy is is an eccentric kind, you know, Crispin Glover, he's an eccentric right. kind of actor and all that shit. 
And so, it, yeah, it, it it seems to really make sense. So yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. They're just having a great time at that party. Yeah, you know, and it's just you, you just you know you look at it's familiar territory. You just fuck. I'm, I'm my vocabulary is off right now because I'm I don't know, uh, but I, I I can't think of the word I want to use. But you uh, I identify with these characters uh, so well. Yeah, because I, you feel like you're there. It, it, it takes you back to your your teen. Like nowadays, I, when I was a kid, I was like, "Yeah, these guys are having a great time." You know, I wish I was a little older and they're trying to bang chicks and whatever. But now you look back on it and you can, you know, you can completely get what they're doing, and you're it's like you're right there with them. You know, you're, yeah. you're a teen, you're trying to get laid, you're having fun talking to your buddy. Those two more than anybody. Oh know? yeah. Now yeah. <laughs> when when they're riding in the back of the car, did right. did you think there was a computer there? You know, I was confused about it for a long time. That always threw me off. I'm like, is this a joke? Is there a computer there? Wait, how can there be a computer there? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I thought he was bullshitting, but at the same time, I thought that he just had a keyboard. That That's what I thought, because you heard clacking, right? Yes, it sounded perfectly. It did sound like a keyboard. Yeah, you heard the clacking, so it's like, well, there must be a computer there. How can there be a computer there? Computers can't go on cars. You know? What the f- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was funny. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I did think that for a little while. Now mm-hmm. I just think whatever. It just sounds perfect. You yeah, know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's using. Who you knows? Know? Whatever it is, it's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> and I'm glad they did it like that. I mean, it, yeah, he's probably just fucking with them. He's touching. Who knows? Uh, clearly, he's fucking with them. He's not on a computer in a car in 1984. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> but they play it like it is because yeah. He, he gets so offended by it. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know, I'm a what? I'm a dead <laughs> fuck. Like, like it's like it's real. And know? he's like looking over there. He's like looking at it. It's like what are you looking at? And it depresses him. It's like he really <laughs> goes see a doctor, and he fucking puts his head down. He face palms. He's like, so I'm a dead fuck. You know? Like everything this fucking kid's saying is gospel. You know, <laughs> right? Says you're a dead fuck. Oh, well, I'm just going to have to accept it. Okay. <laughs> the computer's right. Hey, bud, the computer don't lie. Yeah. See, you see, back then in the 80s, computers were like still like home computers were like still brand new. And so fucking computers could do anything. You know what I mean? It, it helped Richard Pryor take over the world and fucking Superman 3, you know? This is so. true. Yeah. They did lots of shit. Yeah. Just How about crazy fucking shit. The- yeah, the other guy was fucking, uh, what do you call it? war games. Look at yeah, he did with a Yeah, exactly. Started on fucking World War Three, you know? <laughs> yeah, no Kids shit. Kids were was changing his grades in fucking high school, hacking everything. Oh, that's <laughs> but yeah, I hear you. It is like that. That, that. That's representative of the times and the regard that fucking, the possibilities of computers were mm-hmm. endless, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, another uh, element that is... <laughs> Uh, it, it's a quick moment in the movie, but it's it's one that always like uh, threw me off, and that's the fucking the dog jumping through the window. Uh-huh. What the fuck? Because it's like something that just seems to happen, right? And it's clearly the dog is jumping through the window. Yes, but, it, but it's like, it, are they trying to imply that Jason is throwing the dog? I don't. I never understood that. Never ever. I I resigned the fact that the dog got scared and jumped out. It sounds cooler. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, I think that's what I thought. That, granted, I questioned it, but I mean, I still thought it. I was like, well, if somebody was to ask me, 
yeah, that dog saw Jason, knew that he was fucking evil. Or <laughs> he was there because, you know, dogs can sense that shit. Yeah, Jumped yeah. out the window, scared shitless. That's actually kind of cool. Jason throwing the dog out the window, it's not so exciting. Yeah. You know? I, I had no idea the, that you could train a dog to do something like that either. That uh, I don't know how, how the fuck they did that. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I hear you, but I, I thought that he jumped out with fear. Yeah. Which I think is is cool. It's a fucking it's a selling point for, for the Jason Voorhees character and fucking you know <laughs> what he represents. You know this dog wants no part of it. Ooh, no. Fucking jumps out. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Ruh, you know? Bro. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. He's fucking out of we, there. Right. How about how about when Michael Myers kills the fucking dog in part one? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I never really liked that because I mean I I maybe well, you like eating me. it. But yeah, what <laughs> he did it for food. Oh that's yeah, that's funny. right. Yeah, that's right. It, it's it kind of makes sense, but it's like, oh, it's that dog. Oh, that's okay, right. Well, the dog shut up now, and then there he is, fucking yeah. <laughs> killing it slowly. Hey, you know, man's I kind of like that. A lot eat. of people don't like it. Yeah, no, that that's definitely yeah, um, definitely a moment. Uh. <laughs> it's funny. I think when kids or, or or dogs are killed in horror movies, it's funny because it's something you don't see. That's why I like seeing it. <laughs> you sick there's nothing bastard. wrong with me no see that's what i'm saying you think it's sick I no think it's i i really comedy. don't i really don't yeah yeah but some people do they're like oh i hate it when fucking they never i mean, me i love it i loved in the fucking hostel too when that fucking guy shot that kid <laughs> yeah exactly because you don't see it yeah. i like seeing anything in a movie that you don't expect this anytime i'm taken by surprise i'm happy mm-hmm. even if it is something as vicious as fucking killing a kid or a dog Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't see it. It's almost like taboo. But when you do, you're like, wow, holy fuck, didn't see that coming. How do you are, not like that? Or like when you're watching a porno and the guy doesn't <laughs> pull out, you're like, whoa, that's fucking surprising. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> oh, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not doing that. Yeah, no shit. Um, yes. But how about the kills in this movie? They were very good. Of course, it's Tom Savini. Yeah, so Tom Savini's expect? back. Yeah, at that at the top of his game, and he, and he was ready to. I mean, like you said, you know, they think this is they truly think this is the end, and so they right. they fucking step it up for this. And bringing him back on was the right move because yeah, he created it. He killed it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. My uh, <laughs> my banana split though is. Definitely the corkscrew. I mean, that to me is like when that happens, that's like a, a fist in the air kind of moment. I just fucking love that. He fucking slams his fucking hand and then boom, right to the fucking face. Yeah, fucking cleaver. Oh hitch. my god! Oh, yeah, 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 ha- yeah, cleaver to the face after. Yeah, you want the corkscrew? Bam! Right there. I mean, was that is is that uh, uh, how Jason makes a joke? You know, it's like uh, <laughs> he's like. He's talking. He's talking about wine or whatever, and uh, and Jason hears him, so he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna grab this fucking corkscrew and fucking tease this motherfucker a little bit." And little does he know, he starts he starts yelling at Ted. Ted, where's the corkscrew? You know, and fucking bam, ha ha, motherfucker. There's the corkscrew. It's great. And fucking P- and when I saw it at the movie. Uh, at the theater that that was just great because everybody fucking loved that i mean that's funny and at the same time it's a great payoff yeah and it's a two-time where the hell's the corkscrew and the fucking (laughs) 
boom, there it is, motherfucker. And everyone's like, yay. And then, fucking, and then bam, boom, right, right to the face. face. Yeah, it's super quick. Flow. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you Which do. is fake, but, but you don't really hear blood flow, but it makes sense in these movies. And it's it's like the noise of, uh, you know, like we spoke about before with the fucking, with the back breaking, that, that situation. <laughs> yeah, snapping carrots and shit like that. Yeah, that's good shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, um, so it fits along with it, and uh, or or the neck snap. That's what it was, not a back breaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. a neck snapping. That that noise it doesn't really happen in real life, but you love when you see it in a movie like this. Oh yeah, I, I mean, you know, really, uh, lots of movies and 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 what you get out of movies. There's so much of it that's done in post with sound effects that you don't even realize. Uh, that that is added in i mean so much doorways footsteps uh picking up something putting down something none of that is really picked up that much when they're you know they're concentrating on dialogue and everything else is put in afterwards and so yeah it's yeah it's just all that shit's really good and that, that that's fuck that's a lot of work you know oh yeah 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 mm, it's absolutely. a lot of work to do it mm-hmm. and hey news flash I am in agreement. That is the fucking banana split. Big surprise, right? <laughs> yeah, we're yeah we're really uh, arguing on these uh, on these <laughs> four movies here, uh, right? Holy fuck! <laughs> yep, uh, <laughs> but yeah. it's great, man. It's a two-time situation. There's a little element of of a little comedy, but done just right, and boom, bam! It's fucking great, you know? Oh yeah, it's 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 great, and. Um... Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's definitely the best one of this movie. Yep, um, and there's good kills. I mean, uh, it was a little bit censored, but there were still some really good things, too. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't even want to say it was censored. There was just a couple off-screen kills that we don't know why they did it, mm-hmm. you know, but with, the, with, the, with the girl in the pitchfork, the other twin that goes outside, why they did it that way. Yeah, and, the mother, you don't even yeah. really see anything. You just see a flash of light and her reaction. Yeah, yeah you don't I see don't know there. why. Yeah, Maybe because so much of the... Savini was working so much on the on the final scene. Yeah, that, that that's what I assume. Time, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, but once again, Savini, the fucking maestro, avoids censors. <laughs> yeah. Part one is fucking great gore. Part four is great gore. Two and three, okay, but not like one and four. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, but they were cut. They, there was a couple scenes in two and three that if they weren't cut, would have worked out better. Somehow. Tom Savini avoids fucking censors. It's part of his fucking mystique, I guess. I don't know. Tom Savini, oh, oh okay. Yeah, free for yeah, all. No That's problem. Yeah, right this way, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, maybe he's fucking got the censors paid off or something. I don't know. Because think about it. All his movies that he's known for are gory as fuck. There's never censored. The Prowler, the fucking Burning, everything he did. Mm-hmm. Everything's yeah, no. shown in, 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 in full blood and full gore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's strange, but hey, I'm not complaining. It's great. No. And uh, speaking of gore, how about uh, the end when Jason's head is sliding down the fucking awesome. the fucking machete? I mean, yeah, you know, if you look really close at it, it it's kind of fake, but it, that's something that's really never been done in a movie before. I mean, it hit, they hit him in the head. He falls down on it. You never see somebody fall down on the weapon that's impaled in their body. And then he slowly slides down it. That is fucking cringeworthy right there. It, and it, it looked great. I thought it looked oh. awesome. Oh, my God. Loved it's it. Oof. 
Uh, yeah, when he's sliding down that fucking thing, we hadn't seen something like that before. No, no, never. It was great. Yeah. It was great. And then, yeah, you could see a little bit of a mechanical thing on the eyebrow. Who gives a fuck? The man did it all with his bare yeah. hands. Yeah, put it, it all, great. constructed this thing, put it together. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does look great. It's fucking, I mean, it's that's gore. His fucking head sliding down a fucking machete that's in his face. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. if, I mean, that really is the fucking banana split if you want to get technical. It's Jason's death. You're not gonna beat fucking that. Mm-hmm. I mean, holy fuck! It's bloody. It's, it's gore. It's you know. And then at the end with Tommy going ape shit on him. I mean, you don't <laughs> you don't see it, but it's fucking sweet. Yeah, I always loved Whew. that. Uh, growing up, you know, it's like okay, he's definitely killing him. You know, he's hacking him to bits and stuff like that. It, it's it was really satisfying. Him yelling "Die and die and die." You know, that's. It's super satisfying. I, I don't know if I would have liked it more if they would have sh- had more cuts of maybe, you know, uh, the penetration, like you say, of the knife or the machete or anything right. like that. You know, they they literally show nothing. You know, they put all their fucking uh, gusto into the, the thing to the head, Yeah. you know. But at the same time, I don't know if I would have liked it more. If it showed something, I think I like it just as it is with, without them really showing anything. You see his sister's reaction. You got Tommy yelling, oh, yeah. swinging that hat, you know, the, the machete. That's really all you need, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That worked just the way it was. I, yeah. I, honestly, I wouldn't want it any other way. What are you going to do? Show him going up yelling, die, and then fucking look at the bottom and then see a, a knife penetrating a fucking a pillow with fucking clothes on it or something? I don't know. It's just... it. it no, it's better the way it is. It's more it's more dramatic. It's slow motion. It's fucking and the way they put the sound in, you know, towards the end when it's fading out and he's still yelling die and she's going, Tommy and the whole fucking thing mm-hmm. and the way they put the sound in there, it was great. Mm-hmm. And you talk about great the whole last twenty minutes of this fucking thing, the chase scene and Jason's anger and fucking just everything. When when she puts the fucking she turns the knife around when she the knife the hammer when she's hammering him in the head and she turns it around and fucking <laughs> yeah. puts it in the back of his neck and he Owie. gets pissed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how <laughs> is right? Holy fuck! Jesus. And he's so mad and he fucking throws it and yeah. it lands on the wall and it gets stuck. And how about when the he nails the fucking bodies, you know, to to the entrance of the house and then he's so pissed off at the end he fucking grabs the fucking dead body by the shoulder and slides it down the fucking nails and onto the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. it's right. Badass. And he kicks in the fucking door. Ah, oh, he's yeah. so aggressive. He's and he he shows emotion for the first time of anger, you yeah. know, because th- this girl and this kid are are getting the best of him in in, in a couple situations. Yeah, as much as I liked uh, whoever played him in part three, uh, this guy it was a Ted White in four. Ted White in three. This is Richard Brooker. Okay. Oh no 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 no. The other way around, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Ted White. Kill he he kills it in, here yep. in four. It's definitely better than 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 Richard in three. Even though I liked that Jason, uh, this one is just uh, it's clearly elevated uh, because it's all about body language. And you're right, he conveys emotion, yes. you know, because he's not talking. You know, he's fucking got to show emotion through his body language. You know, so yeah, he definitely knocks it out of the park here. <clears throat> oh, he's the best one. I mm-hmm. think he's the best Jason. Period. Do you, do you disagree? Are you you think Hotter did it better or the something? Best one, uh, man. Yeah, I'd probably say Kane Hotter, just because yeah. I think he is really good at doing uh, the movements. You know, with all the makeup and stuff, he is really good. Now he's in a lot of shitty movies, 
Well, yeah, uh, of course. But, right. yeah, the way he, he moves as Jason, I think, is definitely the best, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can understand that, but to me, this is the quintessential Jason Voorhees. When someone says Jason Voorhees to me, I think about part four, and I think yeah. of Ted White. You see, it's tough because it's not just the actor, uh, you know, so you can't just go with that. I mean, it's also the setting he's in. Uh, the right. story he's given, the special effects up on his look, you know, that all goes into it. And so sure. it's its really kind of hard just to pick one guy. But there's definitely sh- uh, guys that shine more than others, and Ted White is, is clearly one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. I, I, lo- I love his performance. I, I love everything he does. And the way his body language, the way he's built is perfect. I, I don't know if Kane Hodder, if he was in this movie with his build, if it would have been – it wouldn't have been as good a performance, honestly. I just can't see Kane Hodder acting the way that Ted White did. No, the, you're right because the impression and just um, yeah, right. Kane Hodder is perfect for the resurrected uh, Jason. You know, a- after six, he is perfect for that style of Jason and, and the the clearly decayed body now you know he might be right. a, a resurrected zombie guy in part four, but it's clearly like a decayed. <laughs> a figure and stuff, and I think he's perfect for that era of Jason. Yeah, I'll give you that. Sure. Yeah. 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 Sure. <clears throat> but uh, fuck. No. <laughs> How yeah. about fucking? Uh, what do you think about Rob Dyer? That is, <laughs> I don't remember names. Oh, fucking the guy that's chasing his fucking sister. Oh you know, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> now, th- this guy, <laughs> I love this element in this movie because it needed right. something different and this definitely is that. And, you know, it's the hunter, you know, uh hunting the hunter essentially or something like that, you know, and it this, they definitely needed an element like this. But it, his sister was gone missing for 2 days. Now, two days. <laughs> it's been. I, I, I know it's been two years since the last, since that movie or whatever, but in the movie world, it's been two days. So I'm kind of like, uh, that's kind of an eye roll thing. And his death. Thought. Yeah. His. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, exactly, dude. Because he's got like newspaper clippings. Yeah. And, and so. that, <laughs> and that, and that leads into big time at, at the end with Tommy. You know, if Tommy didn't see the newspaper clippings, he wouldn't have done what he did. Of course, you know? right? But it's like it's it, specifically done for that. Right. It's been two days. And wow! Yeah, you know how long it would take to compile that shit, especially exactly. back then. Exactly. And find newspaper clippings, you got to go to the library and fucking do the microfiche thing and everything up, and then fucking print it or or whatever. Because he, why would he be saving newspaper clippings? You know what I mean? Exactly. It didn't really yeah. make sense. I mean, wow! I, I, I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I hate to maybe you know t- uh, uh, ruin any kind of plot point for you, but yeah, it's it that really didn't gel with me. <clears throat> wow, very good. I you know that never fucking hit home with me that that it was just two days and how is that possible? Mm-hmm. Because you're thinking of time that you know movie to movie that it's been some right. time, but it's, it's supposed to be day to day to day, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and for that matter, you could say how come Jason never fucked with the Jarvises to begin with that they're right there. Yeah, you know, um, there's just woods. It's still Crystal Lake. There's a couple of things you could say if you wanted to pick it apart. And then, I, if, you know. Yeah, I, I the the way I the way I um uh get by, get around that is that he's kind of been on the run since two, and so 
Uh, oh yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, he he, he, yeah. he since since the end of two, he's been like you know just like uh, run. You know, he's on the run essentially. He's scared or whatever, and so then he went to you know the Higgins Haven or whatever it is in part three, you know, he's never right. been there before. And then True. that all happened. And then he went to the morgue and now he's just trying to get back home and he just happens to run a, you know, he's never been there before. So I, the way I look at it is crystal Lake is a fucking huge, huge, uh, Lake, you know, kind of thing with a bunch of different, uh, properties and maybe even small communities, you know, based around it. So who knows? I don't know. You know, no, I hear you. I guess it's it's the way that um, I was theorizing the Jason character. Not so much day-to-day-to-day, to day to day, two, three, and four, but the stuff that everyone has a different theory about between one and two. Like, Jason's been in these woods for years. Why hasn't he come across them prior? Yeah. So I was thinking from that mentality. Oh, but, I got you. you yeah, know, yeah. But I hear you. Know, you, you actually said it straight with me. Because if it is just those three days, then, you know, you got to take the movies for what they are. And, yeah, I, I could see that. Because mm-hmm. maybe he hasn't been on the run for fucking fifteen years on his own. It's just how, how you gonna make sense of we do, what we discussed earlier with between one and two, and but you know that whole thing. It, it, so it's I so, was thinking from that perspective. It's so funny because you know we're willing to forgive things, and then we're also <laughs> sitting here trying to explain things. You know, it's like it's it. If we didn't love these fucking movies, we wouldn't give two shits either way. You know what I mean? But we love this shit, so it's so much fun to like sit here and dissect it and then try to piece it back together when it clearly was done by so many people, you know, different people years apart, you know, and there's pieces that aren't going to fit together and stuff like that. But we want it all to fit in our minds, so we try to fucking make it all work, (laughs) you know. Right. It's fun shit. It is. It's the fu- it's the magic of these movies. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's something that no other series uh, you know that I, I feel this way about, you know, that we can sit here and do this with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? no, absolutely not. No. I mean, there's other fun series, don't get me wrong, but Oh yeah. This one, I mean, just takes a cake. Oh, there's no question about it. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Yeah. But <laughs> I know what you were going to get to with fucking Rob in his death. Oh my god. Dude. <laughs> like <laughs> it's ridiculous oh laughable man that <laughs> shit i don't know what they were going for and i that, don't know I, it just <laughs> they were going for drama i think. I, I don't know man you think they were trying to make us laugh at it no I, I no don't. i i don't i i really don't think that yeah. it just didn't it just <clears throat> did it clearly wasn't dramatic so i i don't know it's, it's leading up to it was cool though but when his hand comes through the fucking yeah, uh, when he, the staircase yeah. and that, that whole thing. When he that, pulls them that, down, that's good. great. Mm-hmm. Right, that's all good. But then, you know, <laughs> it's like just shut up and die. Quit commentating. Yeah. <laughs> quit, quit giving commentary <laughs> on how you're getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> or running commentary. On <laughs> oh my but god, well, he stabbed me again and again. <laughs> he is killing me. <laughs> oh, the skin is piercing. Oh, body blow. <laughs> Fuck, you know, what yeah. the fuck? I think he was saying that because he wanted to really say, get the fuck out. Yeah, that makes he, sense. Yeah, All his attention's on me, so I'm letting you know, he's killing me. So Don't try and save me. Get the fuck away from here. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out. Right. And of course, her dumbass is fucking sitting there, <laughs> fucking the moonwalk and covering up her fucking mouth, backing up on the, at the top of the stairs, watching it and, you know, bugging the fuck out. Just run, bitch, run. 
you know? <laughs> run, bitch, run. That's right. You know? What, <laughs> what the fuck? What do you think about, uh, though, I mean, I talked about earlier, what Tommy does uh, after that is when uh, his sister's being chased around the house and he comes up with this master plan to distract Jason and does what he does. Now, to me, as a kid, I thought this was incredibly uh, badass. And Yeah, agreed. And, and I really loved it. I thought it was so cool. You know, this kid is like, you know, he's stepping up. He's being the hero. But watching this as an adult is like, this makes no fucking sense. It would take <laughs> him a long time to fucking yeah. cut his hair off. I'm That's talking right. like probably 20 to 30 minutes or something to get all that done that he does. And meanwhile, his sister's being killed downstairs. You know, it's like, and I, I get it, man. I get what they're trying to go for. They're trying to go for a a copycat style of part two. And and why wouldn't you? Because that fucking shit worked, you know, but it's just, it's a little far fetched. uh, Yeah. A little far fetched at the end of the movie. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But, but it is what it is, and, yeah. and, it, and it's still cool. It's still a fucking – it still is, I consider, you know, a, a classic scene in, in horror movies. Yeah, it, it definitely is yeah. classic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with the end result being, you know, the demise of Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Uh, well, unofficially, but you know what I mean. Because uh, t- this time he, they really took it to him, and that was the plan to kill him off. And mm-hmm. it, it fit in with the movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's just it's just kind of you know, <laughs> logistically it's kind of ridiculous, but it, yeah. it's, it's all good. It works. It's very iconic. Uh, it was right for the character to do, I think, you know, because really this kid needed some shit to do. You know what I mean? He needed to do something, and so I think it was the right play. <clears throat> yeah, I, I got to tell you something about this. When I was at the theater, <laughs> you shaved your head. <laughs> oh, brother! I, imagine. No, I, didn't, I didn't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right during that scene I did. I went to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do it right with him. You, know? <laughs> you came back 30 seconds later. Yeah. You had it all cut perfectly and shit. <laughs> oh, well. no. Jesus. When I'm watching this movie and the, the final chase scene's going on, when, when it's just uh, Trish and, and her, uh, Trish and her, Trish and Tommy, and Jason runs up the stairs. Now, do you know that part? You know, when they're in the bedroom and. Um, they run in the bedroom, and it's right before he comes in there, and they put the TV over his head, which is fucking sweet. You know? Yeah, I do like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I thought, as I'm watching the movie, this is what my young mind was perceiving, thinking about Jason being, uh, you know, not the fucking sharpest tool in the shed. This is what I was thinking, that when he poked his head <laughs> into the fucking bedroom, in Tommy's bedroom, all those masks being there, <laughs> I thought that was going to factor into Jason getting scared of the masks. Huh. Yeah, I, I don't can, why. I see that. No, I mean, I mean he's he's uh he's got the mentality of a child in a lot of ways and so right. I can see well, that happening. I don't know if anyone else ever thought that. I but never that was, thought that. That's a, that's a good. They could have they could have used something like that cuz really those masks never come into play other than showing uh Tommy's, you know, character and what he's like and stuff like that. So yeah, because they don't really do much with it. I mean, no. it's cool when he does things in the beginning. He meets Rob and he shows him that trick, and these are the masks I make. And you know, when we find out later, it's a tribute to Tom Savini and everything. But I thought it would come into play more. Honestly, why didn't he just go upstairs and put a fucking bald skin mask on? 
If he's into now, all this. Oh, you know what? This is what they fucking should have done. Yeah. He should have been a kid who, well, that, again, with the timeline, doesn't really make sense. But let's just say he's a kid who knows who Jason is and is somehow into Jason, you know? Yes, he's, he's like serial killers. Exactly. And yeah. he makes a mask of Jason and then puts that on or something like that. That would have been cool, I think. That could, yeah, that could have worked, huh? You're right. I don't know, I because doesn't he that. use some makeup anyway? Because of the stuff he puts under his eyes. Yeah, he puts some something. shit. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. That's why they did that to show that he's into that shit. But why not? Instead of having shave his head, you can buy a fucking bald skin mask in Halloween time at fucking CVS for a dollar fifty. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, not going to be sure. the best thing in the world. But you're going to appear to be, and it's only Jason. It's again. <laughs> How hard is it going to be to trick him? He's already fallen for all these other fucking tricks. Right? <laughs> it's only Jason. Right. I mean, it's well, you know. look perfect. No, you're right. It'll you're fool him. Right. Put a yeah. fucking bald skin mask. You could have put a fucking a swim cap on maybe and pulled it off. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, a, swim, a shower cap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a clear shower cap. Yeah, a, fucking, a flesh-colored shower cap, yes. Oh, brother. But, I mean, you know, they could have just done that. It would have been more believable. They yeah. had a bald skin mask up there since he makes masks. So, son of a bitch. That yeah. would have been better, I think. Yeah, they should have put that put that yeah, why not? into the plot. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's the classic thing of movies. If you show something in the first act, you got to fucking use it in the third act kind of thing. And, yeah, they, they didn't do that. That's just, uh, I guess, uh, <clears throat> the writing, you know, or whatever. But, I mean, it's all good. It's still effective the way it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. I know. Mm-hmm. We're just we're nitpicking a little bit. Yeah. It. it was just an alternative that occurred to me when I started talking about his mask. I'm like, damn it, why not? But I guess that did factor in be- just because of the little bit of makeup that he put on his face that, yeah. you know, that he was, you know, privy to fucking, you know, what to do with, with, with things like that. You right. know? Yeah, to yeah. Because he has those abilities. Now, what do you think about the... Uh, the actual ending, you know, like the last few seconds where uh, he embraces his sister and then gives a very, <laughs> uh, very sinister sort of look into the straight into the camera. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I really like that. But at the same time, you know, it, it leads you down one direction. I mean, you could take you could take it two ways. You could take it as. Uh, I'm picking up the, you know, I've killed this guy. Now I'm going to take over for him. Right. That's or, what I thought. Or, yeah, I think that's what we all thought. Yeah. You know? Or I killed this guy and now I'm insane in some kind of fashion. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm a killer. Right. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm the next Jason or anything like that. But uh, clearly something fucking flipped. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's the same, uh, 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 thing with Halloween four, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, the exact same thing. I mean, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Oh boy. Yeah. That fucking ending. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's and then, and then for them just to ignore, oh, man, that part five pisses me off so bad. But any, anyways, we're not talking about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it because, yeah, you needed something at the end. If they just ended on kind of like a, you know, the note of him being killed and then they got away, then it just wouldn't have been as effective because, you That's know, true. they. How else the, could they wrap it up? Well, yeah. they were tr- also trying to write them 
I mean, granted, they said this was the final chapter. They they planned on making it killing of Jason, and they did. But they were also like, hey, this is a cash cow. Let's fucking let's let's open this window just a little bit so we can maybe do something in the future. You know, so yeah. that that's all I took that as. Just in case. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or maybe not. I mean, because honestly, I, I've watched the commentary. I've seen the interviews with Joe Zito or whatever the fuck his name is. Frank Zito, whatever it is, the director. That's Joe, and I think. Yeah. Is Joe okay? Yeah. Well, they told him, this is it. We're killing Jason off. This is the end. There are no plans for a sequel. So you would think he was the one that put that in there. And I just think he just did it just you know, to be coy, just to, just to have a little fun, just to put something in there. Cause how else could you end the movie? You know, I mean, yeah, just no, him chopping no way to it. really do it. Yeah. Yeah. Him chopping Jason. And they always have that little thing at the end. And once again, it's formulaic for, yeah. Why can't I say that? Fuck for whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's the formula. <laughs> um, that that's just what they did. And, uh, you know what I would have liked better is, is that if they did almost exactly what they did in in one, two, and three, is that they had a dream sequence with Tommy Jarvis, and he just had one of those jump scare dreams, and then he wakes up, and because he's he would truly be haunted by this guy. Oh yeah, you know like, what I mean. I mean, he's that young. He murdered him essentially, and. So him more so than anybody else would truly be haunted by him. And so I, I'm surprised they didn't do that, you know? You're right. And guess what? Did you know there was a dream sequence filmed and scrapped? Oh, yeah. It was Trisha's dream. And she saw her dead oh, mother. Oh, yeah, dub. that's right. Mm-hmm. They were going to do that. I guess they decided it just didn't work right. So Well, because they went with the wrong character. It should have been Tommy's dream, don't you think? It should have been him, not not Trish. You're right. Huh. Yeah, you're right. They should have done a dream sequence. But not that I'm criticizing this ending because it was okay and it was, you know, it, it was, it is what it is. Uh, it's a decent ending mm-hmm. that they did that and it's a little mysterious and doom, 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 and you fuck it over with his eyes, you know, and then the music comes in like, well, it, it that's make, the end of that. It makes more sense than the ending of part five. We didn't really talk about that, but... <laughs> At the end of five, even they're like, "Okay, Tommy is the new uh, killer." You know, it's like, "Oh yeah." And then they, right. yeah, I mean, they really play that up because he has the mask and he 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 attacks the nurse or whatever. But they that goes nowhere. They completely abandon that. But, right. But whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're right. We didn't bring that up. And no, we didn't. Fucked up that he had the mask in, in his drawer to begin with. But. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brother. <laughs> well, we've been through part five. It's been a while, and you know. Yeah. You know. but uh yeah so uh ratings i fucking again i love this movie um i do love part two better that is my favorite friday film uh this is my second favorite uh it's my favorite of the hockey mask uh style jason uh it's my second favorite of the franchise even and then so i'd give this a five Definitely a five. It's it's got the it's probably got some of the best uh, uh, be, uh, behind the scenes like filmmaking, uh, camera work, directing uh, of of any of the the sequels or even the original. So, uh, yep, definitely a five. I really love this movie. I love it too. 
but I'm not giving it a five. Yeah. Um, I'm just knocking it down. I'm saying four and a half. Yeah. I'm just knocking it down a little bit because uh, when I talk about my favorite five movies, uh, part one and part two, I, 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 hold, I hold them both in a little higher regard. It's just a little bit different atmosphere that I prefer. Um, you know, what I said with Tommy and it not being quite as scary at the end. And not that I'm knocking it and I'm not trying to nitpick it, but it's a great movie. I just have it slightly below one and two. And I, I you know, four and a half is, is what I say. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Um, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a great movie. It's a great way to end our unholy trinity of Friday the 13th. And man, has this been yeah. a fucking journey, a long journey. A long journey, but a great one, and fucking, I'm, I'm almost fucking sad that it has to end. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll revisit it when we might do a, a, a recap show once we uh, watch the, uh, the, the new documentary. That hopefully by the yeah. time this comes out, which is you know soon, will be in our hands and in our eye bulbs and in our ear bulbs and all that. So yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But- Oh, this is this is this has been great. Like I said, I, I'm almost sad it, it, that that it's come to an end. It's been fucking <laughs> a great recording session. It's it's the best time I've had yet so far. And I anticipated it was going to be great coming in, and fucking thank you, Mr. Wazell, because it's oh fucking, yeah, it's been a blast. Oh, it's been an know? absolute blast. I've had so much fun. I mean, I can. You know, I mean, I don't know how many hours we just recorded, but we could have fucking <laughs> done two days' worth, I think. <laughs> if if there was no limitations on, like, uh, bathroom breaks or, or or eating or bathing or, or work or, you know, anything like that, we could have gone on for days, but, you I know. agree. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah it's, it's been, a, been a true blast. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, happy Friday the 13th to everyone out there. I'm just going to say happy Friday the 13th. Absolutely. So, yeah, same here. See you later, fuckers. Later. Later.